0: From downtown, this is Tim Kitcher from NBHM, and you're listening to Nintendo Main
1: Podcast. Boom shakalaka!
2: This week on Nintendo Main, we have Brian Dressel here from After the Hype to talk about his new life with his new Switch. And there's a new Animal Crossing trailer out there. It might bring me back to the game again.
0: Ring fit. More like ring my sweaty shirt out.
1: Will I ever be fit again?
2: To Nintendo Main Podcast, episode two hundred and twenty-six, your place for Nintendo news from Nintendo fans like yourself, and uh, we are your hosts. I'm Trey Too Many Eyes Johnson.
0: I'm Jeremy Turn Down Turnips Mikowski.
2: I'm John Misfit And we have a special guest this week of a little little known podcast called uh, After the Hype. Uh, I have to say, you guys were an inspiration to this podcast actually, because you were probably my first friend that I knew of that had a podcast.
3: Oh, that's and, so sweet. <laughs> and
2: helped uh, helped encourage me to start my own podcast. So, Nintendo Main owes a lot to After the Hype. But uh yeah, uh, Brian Dressel is here from After the Hype. What's going oh, on? Oh, hello. Man?
0: The legend. I've heard a lot about the inspiration for sure. Trey's mentioned it before.
2: Well, yeah, you were, I mean, yes. I saw I remember seeing your posts on Facebook and you were the first person that I knew that had a podcast like that I'd actually met and all that. So, it was so I was like, yeah. "Oh, I guess people, you know, I, I guess people who aren't celebrities can have podcast you know so it kind of it was basically you and kevin smith that sort of <laughs> uh, encouraged me to get into podcasting so i
3: don't think i've ever been included in a sentence with kevin smith <laughs> as like a comparison but you know i'll take it i mean why not
2: <laughs> well i mean he uh, he says a lot of stuff like he talks a lot about how easy it is to podcast and all that so i think oh yeah it was like re- listening to some of his i think the first podcast i ever really heard was was the ign stuff which they didn't even call it podcast then i don't think they even knew what that was but when no they i think do- this was like news Mm-hmm. They they called it like week and uh, what it was, IGN Weekly, but spelled like we, like that was one of them. Hmm.
3: And then and, like up at noon, I think for a long time. Yeah. Oh, right. Up oh yeah. End. Well, they yeah. still
2: have, they still have up at noon in some, in some oh, capacity, they but, but it was like, it's, it's not, not the daily big. show anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's different. It's much different, but they do have it. But, uh, but yeah, the IGN, they had a Nintendo one that was called like weekly Nintendo, like spelled WII. And, and there was like an IGN weekly thing or something. And it was. And I, I remember I would have to like download it on my computer and then like transfer it to my, to like my iPad, my iPod or whatever and listen to it like that. It was a whole different world than, you know, before you could get it digitally. But yeah, the first, you were the first ones that I knew of that, that had a podcast and it was, it was cool. I was like, Oh, you know, I could, I could do it too. So you were a, yeah. a huge inspiration, but, and I've always wanted to have you on the show, but you're not much of a Nintendo player.
3: No, uh, for a long time I was a very avid anti-Nintendo player. Like it was just like I don't think they're bad games; they're just not for me. So I'm never going to spend money on them. And then I have been rather fully converted over the past couple of weeks.
2: And then a little, yeah, a little system called the Switch came out, and it brought brought you around. (laughs) Little little thing that no one seems to care about. I'm kidding.
3: Yeah, they're not going for like six hundred dollars still.
2: How did how did you end up getting one? I, I remember you putting stuff online trying to find one.
3: So I eventually found a light at a target just randomly and i'm like all right fuck it i'll just get the light like who needs the tv anyways then after about a week with the light like me i'm the one who needs a tv anyways (laughs) yeah um so i just started perusing like facebook marketplace and one of my neighbors got like 10 of them because he was doing that bird bot thing to try to get one Mm. and then so he gave the one he kept one gave one to his girlfriend and then offloaded the other eight at uh 350 a pop instead of like the 600 because he's like i don't need them and like yeah. i just want to make a little bit of money like 20 30 bucks on them i don't need to make double the cost so he's like i just want to get them out of my house so i found somebody who was really nice who was willing to sell them for just a little over what they usually cost and i was in
2: and he didn't want to be a dick about it and be like here uh, you have to spend all this extra to get this but
3: yeah which is what everything online is doing right now but i just found the right. one nice guy in burbank so hmm. lucky me
2: I I was, uh, the last, well, I, I got, I got a second one from, from my wife. Well, before she was my wife, but, but it was a, it was basically a wedding present, but I bought, I bought, I bought just a switch and I did the eBay route. I basically went and bought a, just a screen. I brought just, I bought just the switch screen and kind of just put a, put my own joy cons on there. And then I had another switch. So that's kind of how I. How I tracked one down, and it ended up being like cheaper than a light. Like I got that for one fifty, and I already have, I already have two docks. I already had like four Joy Cons, so it was, it made sense to me because then it wasn't. We would have two full sets, you know, with that. So, Mm -hmm. and then I, I gave her my original Joy Cons that I had, and then whenever, whenever the newer ones came out, like the purple and orange ones, she bought new ones for herself. So, that's kind of how we ended up doing it. But that was pre quarantine. That was around like september or something it was around it yeah, was like late yeah. last summer it was around the time of when years ago it, it was almost yeah it was almost a year ago actually weirdly enough i mean because yeah july it's like july now it's fucking crazy but it's really crazy yeah it's it was almost then and that's that's how i ended up tracking one down it was right yeah at that time but that was before all of this and i'm glad that you got one yeah, did, you,
0: did you hold on to the light do you have both? no
2: I dropped the light pretty much immediately like uh,
3: I thought it was a solid piece of hardware I really liked it but it yeah. was just the limitations just kind of got to me like I knew a, as soon as I had this one I knew I was never gonna pick it up again
0: mm-hmm. the whole like trying to share things between two switches seems like such a pain I don't even know it, like, it, it took me I like
3: yeah. was no problem whatsoever, but, but I mean, pretty... like,
0: simultaneously using them. And...
3: Oh, yeah, 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 No, that seemed like a pain in the butt. Another reason I got rid of it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think it's that bad. Look, like, I kind of share stuff with Jess on on hers, like where we do like the primary one and the secondary one, and as long as you have them both like connected to the internet, you can play stuff through both ways. But it's weird. Like she can't play any st- like you can't game shares, and like you would have you would have your own account and play somebody else's games. You have to use like their account on your system, but it won't have it won't have their saves there so it's kind of it's it's a little weird i I, I haven't tried doing like same saves and stuff through through the two of them but are you are you enjoying it so far
3: yeah i i really just kind of plowed through a couple of games right out of the gate and then last of us 2 came out so i had to kind of set it down for a little bit while i spent all of my time in last of us 2 uh but i'm done with that now so now i'm back to it and yeah it's just it's one of the weird things where it's it's still kind of new to me like because I don't have that much in there like I don't haven't played socially really with anybody yet mm-hmm. um, but I do just kind of find myself casually just leaning it like even right now just on my desk mm-hmm. like so when I'm at work or like waiting for something like render or whatnot I'm like, okay, I can spend two minutes doing this so mm-hmm. it's as much as I enjoy it I'm more so impressed that like it is now attached to my hip like at all times
1: mm-hmm. became a central deck that, that quick huh.
3: Yeah, like almost immediately. And for somebody who hasn't bought a Nintendo, I haven't spent my own money on a Nintendo system since the Nintendo 64. This is like it's I'm surprised at how much I'm like gimme.
2: Hmm. Um yeah, no that that's what's great about it. And and it's also like it's so pick up and play, like you can really just you don't have to wait for loading screens and stuff like that. It'll just automatically jump you right into whatever you're playing it's you know like through like the sleep mode and all that so yeah it's really great to just grab it play it for a little bit put it down i figured i figured you might use it a little bit for um how old is your son now he's two okay i thought maybe you might use it a little bit like if you were trying to whatever you're doing with him if like he's he's probably past the point of sleeping on you and all that right Eh, for the most part like depending
3: on the day but uh he mostly just if i put on mario party He wants to play. He doesn't have any clue how to do it, but he's like, this is what I want in my life. And it's just, it's adorable for about five minutes before he gets pissed off and wants to run out of the room because it's not working right. Oh, sure.
2: (laughs) He sounds like a lot of people in Mario Party. Yeah. That's why I think my nephew did that.
3: He already understands. He's already a pro.
2: Now uh, I I kind of I kind of skipped the first part here and we went and we already went into the switch stuff. But why don't you let's do it do it like how you guys do it and uh, give everybody your uh, your plugs and stuff at, at the front here.
3: Oh and sure, we'll <laughs> do it and
2: we'll do it again at the end. It's funny we've anybody. we've
3: stopped doing that recently, but I'll I'll still go ahead and do it. Yeah. Um. So we have a multitude of shows on athpod.com. Uh, I produce a majority of them. Some of them I just produce in name, as in. Hey, welcome to my website. Yeah, do whatever you want with it. Um, so the ones that are mostly mine are, uh, After the Hype, Behind the Hype, and Venture Bros. Uh, Venture Bros just ended a little bit ago. I think I still have my book behind Yep. Uh, still my book behind me. Um, in Venture Bros, we did an episode by episode breakdown of the entire show. Um, and that one was far and away our most successful. That one still has a big fan following, and it's a, just a ton of fun to do that one. Uh, and then we have after the hype, which just ended a little bit ago, uh, where we just reviewed any movie after it came out, uh, about six months after it came out. So like after the hype had died down, we'll review it. Uh, and then we just started behind the hype where we just spend an entire month on any filmmaker. And that's anyone in the filmmaking process. So it can be an actor, an editor, production designer, director. Uh, we just wrapped up, uh, or I guess tomorrow, the episode, the final episode of John Singleton month comes out where we reviewed, uh, four brothers. Um, And then other stuff on our network, we have Demon Days, a live play D&D podcast where I do the Bullywug intro voice. If you ever listen to that, that's me in the beginning and the end. Uh, and then we have Samwise, which is an advice podcast, which is entirely based on the Lord of the Rings films. So you write into Sam, and she will give you advice based on those movies. Surprisingly accurate and uh, kind of fun to listen to. And then we have Damage Boost, which is our video game podcast that comes out on Fridays, uh, which is also just a ton of fun. And that one I, I produce a little bit more actively than, hmm. say, Samwise or Demon Days.
2: I've, I've been on that one. Well, I was on After the Hype too, but it was a long... He was yeah, a long the, time ago. It was at the very beginning of my of our podcast adventure here, because it happened when Xenoblade Chronicles X came out. Oh boy! And that was like our fifth episode, I think. So it was like <laughs> <laughs> a while back. Yeah, was that was 2015
0: tough. or 2016? I think it was
2: 2015. I, no, we started in 2015. I'm, I think, right? That's what that's what I've been putting on. Uh, on like when people ask me how long I've yeah, been yeah, I doing think we started say, like summer or
0: early fall of 2015. and That was really five
2: years of, ago. The beginning, yeah. You? It was like it was around. I mean, it, it was. I thought it was around like September or something. Because because uh, wasn't our third episode like a Halloween episode or something like that?
1: I think I think it was. So I figured that out before our fifth anniversary. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I haven't really. I It's like it's like the you know when you have like a when you have like a relationship and you don't don't know exactly when you got together. It's kind of like that, you know. Because because we yeah. recorded I and mean, we recorded like two episodes in one day. And yeah, it, we were drunk, and then it, well, we did a sober one and a drunk. We did a sober one and a drunk one, and it was like, and I didn't know how to post anything on the internet, so it took me like however many weeks to finally get it out, and then, and then it took a while to hammer down a schedule and all that. I mean, you you know, you you've done this, you did this yeah. way before we did, but, but yeah, no, I'm glad I'm glad you have all that extra, all those extra stuff on there as well. Yeah,
3: it's all surprisingly good like I, i'm impressed every week because i try to listen to every episode because it's still my name on all of it so i try to listen to every episode as they come out just to qc everything and every time i'm like everyone on this fucking network is fantastic like it's really nice to have to do nothing like just let them do their thing and it's always great
2: for sure and did you did you want to do uh did you want did you want to talk about the um the stuff that you were texting me about earlier oh sure yeah top here yeah at the, here, yeah, you talk I can- about at the end
3: I'll, I'll do it up here just in case uh, if you have the same problem mine does and people just click out by the time you get to the plugs, hmm. these will get nice and up front. Uh, so Damage Boost recently interviewed Icy cat 25 uh, and we were very saddened to hear that really pretty recently after his uh, interview, he took his own life. Uh, and that was I think oh just uh, just a few days ago. So he's a pretty big streamer. If, uh, if you're in the video game culture, you might recognize the name Icy Cat. It's Lee Arter is his actual name. Uh, there is a GoFundMe up right now uh, for his family, uh, which I highly recommend you go check out. If you just search funeral for Icy Cat 25, you'll find it. Uh, they're already past their goal because some gaming communities are still awesome. And they just gave him a whole bunch of money right out the right out the gate. So they have the funeral covered, but now they're collecting to uh, give to his kids. Huh. So keep giving, uh, and it's really really nice. Uh, and then, in more horribly sad news, uh, I had a very very good friend of mine from chicago who recently passed away from breast cancer and she had just finished making her uh film about her battle with breast cancer and it's called ginger and if you live in a place that has xfinity i believe it's still available on vod but it was only available on xfinity vod which was kind of frustrating um but still awesome that they got it there i just wish it could have gotten a bigger audience um and if you don't have that availability i believe it's still online for free and if it's not then just go to the website watch their trailer just to support uh, a really amazing voice that was that was lost a little too soon but mm. yeah melissa boitrin was her name
2: okay yeah i can put i can put some if you send me links i can put them in the description yeah absolutely for the show and all that that sucks like uh, both yeah, of those all day yeah
3: yeah it's 2020 mm. man
2: yeah 2020 has <laughs> been a rough one you are right yeah you said you've been, you've been able to get some work right from it like work from home now
3: Oh yeah, yeah. I've been able to work the whole time. Luckily, the company I work for has been uh, going strong the whole time, and they're letting us work from home in perpetuity if we want to. So they're they've been really good.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's good for anybody who can do that. Still, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. My wife, who's in the industry, has definitely lost her job, so that's a little bit tougher.
2: But yeah, oh, my I side would, of
3: the industry is yeah. more
2: digital and easy. Yeah, I was on. I mean, I was I was in the process of working on a TV show when it when it happened. When, when the big, you know, when, when the, when all <laughs> shit went to hell. And, and from what I heard, that production company is, is kind of not going to be doing that show anymore for sure. So, oh, that's the, a bummer. So, I, I don't know. Nobody knows what's happening with, with anything no. here or, or production or life or, I don't know.
3: No. My wife is on the show. I can't name it right now, but they're on the show that they're trying to test to see uh, mm-hmm. like what the protocols will be for studio shows. Yeah. So her boss oh, keeps going okay. into work and they keep telling them like, this is what we're doing to try to make it safe for COVID. Is it enough? We'll find out next week. And they just keep going like week by week. They go into a test shoot, come back, test mm-hmm. shoot, come back. Wow. wow. Yeah. So they might be going back to work on the 13th, which would mean like all of universal could start shooting again on the 13th. But now with LA having another gargantuan surge that might get shut down again.
2: Yeah. And you you guys are in LA too, right? We're in Burbank. Oh, you're So LA County.
3: Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I was going to say, you, you guys are kind of neighbors. John's in Long Beach, so. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a area. Yeah. It's it's kind of getting, it's getting crazy here. Like I, one of the bars that I worked like one day a week at, like they, one of the managers like asked me if I was, if I felt comfortable working and I'm, I'm like, I don't know. And then the last, lately, like the bar's just opened here and. Apparently it was awful and everybody came out without masks and like Wrigleyville was really bad. And it's like, so and I heard people idea. saying just like, oh, maybe we should just not do bars now. I'm like maybe there should not be, maybe we should not have bars open, which I thought was a bad idea. But it seems like, yeah, a lot of people are waiting till that July 13th day. And yeah, at this point, I, I'm thinking, I don't think it's safe. I think it should be. I,
3: think I don't it think it's going to happen. Personally, yeah. I think it's all going to get shut down again. I mean, that's yeah. essentially what our governor is saying, that they're shutting everything down yeah. again.
2: Yeah, but oh, that could just be restaurants. People. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's yeah. Here it's like we're not even like nothing happened really. Like we stayed home, but nothing's changed. So why was why it like, okay, now we'll open up. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. That's, Stay
3: home. The numbers are still going up. All yeah. right. Well, then just keep staying home.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, but we've been okay. staying home for too long. So we should open Like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's its own, that's its own thing. But we, we like to do, we like to do little uh, Corona updates on here at the beginning just to see where everybody's at. It's like, you know, it's like any, any podcast when things happen, you kind of, I remember listening to your show, like right when Trump got elected, oh. you could kind of see how the every, every, Our episodes
3: every, were so every, depressed. Everybody.
2: <laughs> well, it was, I mean, yeah, they, everybody was depressed, but I felt like a, I don't know. You, you feel like a, Like a bonding there that somebody else is upset too. Like that's why. Oh yeah. That's, that's why I listen to a lot of like political podcasts and stuff like that. Cause sometimes I just need somebody to talk to me who feels the same way that I do. You know, I get, I get tired of, of reading, uh, comments that are not that way on, on the internet and it's makes my, makes my mind go crazy. And sometimes I just need somebody to talk to me that, that I, that I believe in what they, and what they believe in, you know, and it's like we're all miserable together, you know, (laughs) that, that sort of thing.
1: Yeah. When he got elected, I would just leave the house not knowing where i was going but i would just (laughs) try to find something you know those protests going on downtown i i'm going downtown i don't know who i'm going to meet up with or what's going to happen but i'm going downtown to find somebody just to have some kinship and so for like two weeks that's what i did every night yeah it did make me feel a lot better yeah
2: yeah i got good and drunk and and i got super drunk like that night that he got elected and there was half of it i don't remember and we talked up. on the
0: phone for like three hours at least. I,
2: I talked to Jeremy until my phone died. Like I remember that. Yeah. And uh yeah, and I, then... sma-
0: I smashed a beer bottle. Was, <laughs> it was very unlike me. Yeah. Oh, I was an, <laughs> my I girlfriend was... woke up. My girlfriend at the time woke up and was like, "What the hell are you doing?" I'm like,
2: Trump got elected. I'm surprised she was able to sleep during that. She I don't started know. crying. Yeah, I, I was. I was watching. <laughs> I was watching it at a bar, and everybody at the bar started crying. So it was like, it was weird. It was a weird, weird thing. I mean, it was awful, you know. But it's. Hopefully, I don't have to experience that again, but who knows? But yeah, the more a, we hope not. It was a whole thing. And I ended up going to a protest, too, for the next day, you know, just because I was like, what else am I doing? But it's, you know, that's that. But we can, we can move on to, to uh, more things. more positive things. <laughs> yeah, we, we were, we were talking about your experience with the, with the Switch here, with the Nintendo yeah. Switch. And uh, what, I mean, what have you been playing? Like, what, like, what do you like on there? Like, what's, uh,
3: so the the system seller for me has been since the beginning when I saw it was a uh, Breath of the Wild. There was just something weird about that game, and I I, I used to really like Zelda. Like I was obsessed with Orca arena at a time. I borrowed a friend's DS to play. Um, fuck, what one was it? Uh,
2: Phantom Hourglass.
3: Yes, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So that was the last Zelda game I played before Breath of the Wild because I just borrowed a DS and uh just smashed through it because it was fantastic. Uh. So I knew I wanted to play that game, and I wanted to pick it up, but I just didn't really want to spend the money on the Switch. And then quarantine happened, and uh, I didn't really have access to my TV anymore because mm. my wife and son are home at all times. So yeah, I'm like, well, yeah. I still want to play video games, and that's what kind of got me to buy it. So I'm like, if I'm going to buy it, I have to buy Breath of the Wild at the same time. Um, and yeah, it was phenomenal. It was exactly what everyone said it would be. The weapon degradation was going to annoy me, and it did. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, it's a solid game. And I'm like, yep. That all tracked, and then nobody told me about the rain, which I, I'm kind of mad at everyone I know for not <laughs> mentioning the
2: rain. Yeah. You should, you know, should have listened to our podcast. So I think we talked about the rain a lot when it came out. Oh yeah,
3: I, <laughs> Lots of I had not. i have seen the trailer, and then I never watched a single thing about it since because I didn't want it
2: spoiled for me in oh, case sure. I ever got a switch. Oh sure. Well, yeah, yeah. the
0: rain was a delightful little surprise. You didn't spoil <laughs> yeah. so
2: yeah, it's yeah, it's something I forget about whenever I play it again. Where you just have to just wait there, just wait for it to stop raining.
0: I just yeah. remember, like one of the memes was just like a mock up of like the title of the game, and it was just, like Legend of the Why the fuck does it rain so much? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, like, when will it ever stop raining?
2: Hopefully, in Breath uh, of the Wild 2 they add some sort of like anti rain gloves or something that'll <laughs> help you still climb like in the rain,
3: or just lessen the effect a little bit. Yeah, like you you can split the difference. It doesn't have to be game breaking awful. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so I did that one and I bought Smash. Like I bought the all three of them at the same time. I got Smash Brothers, Breath of the Wild, and the Switch. Um, and Smash Brothers just because I bought it for the 64 and I liked it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's the same sort of game now. And I was pleasantly <laughs> surprised. It's a lot bigger. It's more intense than the the 64 version. But I was surprised at how easily I was able to pick it up and keep playing like I was able to when I was a kid.
2: Well, the, uh, the, those original eight characters are still in there from the 64 yeah. one. So you have somebody to play as.
3: Yeah, and then if not, you know, I can always download Joker from Persona 5, which I did immediately. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm I'm obsessed with Persona 5.
2: Yeah, I'm really, uh, that's, I mean, that's on, what everybody's been asking about for a long time. It's like, why are none of the Persona games on Switch? I think it might have something to do with exclusivity with, uh, with PlayStation, but.
3: That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Would, otherwise,
2: yeah. they'd be perfect. I don't see why. I would love to see 3, 4, and 5 on there. I've never, I played 4. I played four. I played five. I haven't beat either of them, but I never played three. But I would play all three of those on the Switch if they would put them on there. Oh, yeah. Or even just three. Just put that on there. I don't know. It's Or they just, they just put four on uh,
3: Steam. Steam. So yeah. clearly there's been some wiggle room on the exclusivity. So maybe move that one to Switch.
2: We'll take it. Yeah, that was a big thing. When, when it was moved to Steam, everybody was like, what? but what about the Switch? Like, can it? It's on Steam now. It can go on Switch, too. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> you got the yes. first
3: initial,
0: right? You're almost there. Yeah, yeah. Steam is kind of a proving ground for stuff that would be good on Switch especially with like indie games you're like if it's successful on Steam they're going to love it on Switch
2: and some well well now a lot of indie games actually get switch exclusivity from uh from what we've seen in a lot of the directs like they've been like to switch first or to switch and steam but sometimes just mm-hmm. switch like even before steam so it's definitely become like a great center for indie stuff because there's hardly really there's not a whole lot that it can't run in the indie in the indie realm so there's lots of stuff on there for that. Um, I was uh, actually on the subject of Smash Brothers. This is in what games I've been playing, but I could talk about it now. Uh, did you ever play through? Did you play through all the single player stuff on Smash?
3: I I did not like it. I I tried. Oh, okay. I got maybe four or five hours into it, and I just got really burned out on it. Like I, I think I might go back now. Now that because at the, that time I hadn't started Breath of the Wild yet, and that oh, okay. one was just kind of itching at the yeah. back of my head. Like I got to start that game at some point. So now that I'm done with that and Last of Us and I have a big kind of empty spot until the next game I want comes out, mm. um, I guess not that big. I think it's like July 16th, I want to say. It doesn't matter. Um, but I have some space, so I might go back to it. But, yeah, I was not that impressed with the single player in it.
2: Okay. Because I, I just I just recently started playing it again um, because of I've just been doing this whole – I've been beating a game a week every week since the quarantine happened Hmm. just because I'm just, I'm like, I, you know, I have all this time. I'll just try to beat some of these games that I've like clearing the backlog or doomsday backlog, as I call it on, on Twitch or on Twitter. But, uh, I've just been trying to work through stuff and, you know, they, they just did that big announcement of adding Min Min from arms into smash brothers. And they did this whole, you know, the Sakurai, the creator, he does these like 30 minute presentations where he shows like how the, how the characters react, how the characters work work in the game and all that. And I just thought about like, oh, like maybe I should try the single player again. So I did start going back to that, and uh, it did kind of overwhelm me at the beginning, and that's probably why I didn't finish it. But it's it seems to be pretty cool now, especially that you you can actually use all of the DLC characters in the adventure mode, and you don't have to unlock them. So that's kind of a big thing for me because if you because I, I bought the fighter pass, I bought the first one, and I ended up buying Min Min as well. Just because, but I didn't buy the whole fighter pass because, like I said, I don't have a job right now, so I'm I'm not, I'm not gonna just throw $30 at Smash Brothers, so I'd, I'd rather pay, I'm fine with paying five for one character instead of 30 for characters that I don't know when they're coming out, you know, so that's kind of what I, what I did with it, but yeah, no, you can play, you know, you can use Joker for the whole adventure mode, you can do play as whoever you want. I was mostly playing as like Bialeth and, uh, and Banjo-Kazooie and, uh, and Min Min, and they all kind of, they all kind of have the same combos to them. They all have this like Chun Li type move that they can do, which is like what I was wondering. Like all the DLC have that, but I just got to the i got I got to what I thought was going to be the end of it on that regular map, and there is slight spoilers, but there is more stuff after that. So I'm still I'm still playing with it, but I think I, I like it the second time around more. You know, like <laughs> I think when it came out, there was just too much stuff, and I felt like that was too much. Also, and also, I thought a lot of it was too hard. I guess. But now that I've kind of figured it out better, it's so it's worth returning to if, if you get a chance. Like, maybe I
3: think I might revisit it on the actual TV because when I was playing uh, Smash the first time, I was still on the light and I couldn't play it on the TV at all. Mm-hmm. So now that I've gone back and just done a few matches on the TV, I even, I even just the general game I like more. So I might like the story mode a little bit more too.
1: Yeah, it's a lot ma- better on the TV, especially because with the Droidcon, you know, they're kind of delicate. You know, Smash, you just want to go at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to. I'm
2: sure you haven't experienced any sort of drift yet. No right, and you've heard no, this sure thing's still so dang new.
3: I, okay. I don't expect it for a while.
2: You haven't heard of the drift. The, I'm, sure I've heard heard of, it. I I'm sure you've heard of it.
3: I have experienced
2: it. I'm sure you have heard of the dreaded drift. Yeah, I've, it happened to me. It happened. I think it's happened to all of us. I mean, didn't mm-hmm. didn't you get some sort of drift in your pro and pro controller too, John? My pro controller, yes, I did. Yeah, so it's it's everywhere. That's even uh, yeah, it's it's a terrible thing. But no, I, I think like Smash Brothers because the game a lot of the characters are so small. In the game, it would make more sense to play it on the TV because even like when they put it on 3DS, I kind of had a hard time seeing the characters on that one, you know, because it was it's a handheld, you know, and it's and it's already like some of those maps pull back really far and the characters look really tiny, so it might be might work work better for that. Is is the game that you're waiting for? Is it the is it the uh, Paper Mario game? Is that yes, what you're talking about. Okay,
3: yeah, that's the next one I'm waiting for. Yeah, me too.
2: I'm, I've been I've been on the fence about that one. I'm still not sure just because just because i hated the last, the past two mario, paper mario games that came out and i'm afraid of it being i've never played a paper mario, mario, mario game i just saw yeah.
3: the trailer and went holy shit i want to play that
2: yeah it's I, there was a there was a new trailer that uh well i guess there was an interview with a, one of the, with one of the creators who had worked on it since for however long and he was talking about it being like an open world game and no like no levels and stuff like that so that's a that's a new thing that sounds a little bit better about it my 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 major problem with it and i've talked about it like on the show and on other stuff is that uh, the fact that they, that they're taking, it it seems like they're taking out the experience points for the battles. So that kind of, I find that to be a weird thing. Like there's turn-based battles, but you don't level up from, from playing them. They, they took that. That's been a thing since for the past, like two paper Mario games they've just completely taken out any sort of leveling in the game. So you just play turn-based battles for fun, I guess. It's <laughs> that's kind of uh, how it's in there, which is a weird thing for an RPG. And I think they're going to continue doing that for this one. But they're hoping to just but I think they're like, "Well, we'll have all these other stuff for you to do in there as well, so maybe it won't be as boring." That's like that's kind of what I'm what I'm getting from it. So Go ahead. There's a lot of
0: new con- like yeah, there's a couple trailers released this week in um or at least one new trailer and I don't know. I think the, ba- the battle system looks kind of compelling. It looks like they make it, it's like a puzzle, which we've kind of mentioned before, but you basically have like one chance to do it right, and if you don't do it right then you don't like get a sweeping victory and then that's when you have to like take a hit or whatever and then wait till the next round. But uh, I thought it was interesting that they, not only they mentioned that the open world content, but also that they couldn't figure out how to make boss battles work because you would only be fighting one thing at a time. And then they realize they need to put the boss in the middle. And so you're working from the outside in for just the bosses in the concentric rings. So yeah. I don't know. It might be cool.
2: Yeah. I'm still, I'm waiting. One thing that I'm yeah. a little,
0: one thing I'm a little off put by though is that there's like special toads that help you out and you have to pay them coins to help you. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if coins aren't just the complete currency and experience of the game.
2: Yeah. I mean, well, that's what that's basically what you got. The only thing that you got for playing battles was coins, which it was like, or it like refilled your color splash wand or whatever you, your like brush that you had in the, in the Wii U one. So it wasn't really, there wasn't, there wasn't really much of a reason to it and you would lose cards and, and sticker star, of course you would lose stickers. So it was like, why even fight anybody? Yeah. There's
0: vehicles so, in this one too. Yeah.
2: We all talked about. I
0: don't you know. Get ride, you get a ride in a giant Kerbo shoe, which I thought was kind
2: of cool. Yeah. I'm kind of. I'm going to wait for reviews and see what see what happens with it. That's kind of. That's kind of where I'm at. But um, so are those are those the only two games that you have thus far? Is uh, Smash and Zelda? Uh,
3: no, I have that and Mario Party. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Every now and then, yeah. uh, and then I've I've just bought. I've been buying like a lot of ports and just that sort of stuff. Like mm. I I've told uh, the host of Damage Boost from our network that I'll do an episode on Bioshock with him because I've just never really gone into the Bioshock beyond just to smash through it, just to have fun. I'm like, all right, let's actually see what the story is. See how much Mm -hmm. I enjoy. So I've been playing that on the switch, which is not my favorite way to play Bioshock, but it's still not bad. Um, I just don't think. Yeah. And I I just, I just didn't think the ports were very clean. Like I, I noticed if I'm not playing on a TV, like if I'm in a darker area, it doesn't matter what I do to the switch. I can't see anything. And that's kind of frustrating.
2: Oh yeah. Um,
3: but I've played the game through three times, which again just never paid attention really to the story. Um, so I know what to do, so I'm not too lost, but I feel like if this is my first time, it would be very, very frustrating. Uh-huh. Um, and then I, I'm a, obviously a DC fan, so I have the Lego DC villains game and then just a few other just kind of like random things I've picked up here and there, but nothing like, uh, nothing quite like Switch exclusive except for like those three of, uh, Mario Party, Smash, and Zelda.
2: You, you don't, uh- Have you, I'm sure you played, you didn't do like DC universe online on there or anything like that?
3: No, I don't really like that. I've tried it on pretty much every available thing that I own. I've tried on Xbox, PlayStation, Mm. computer. And like every time I'm like, this will be the time I like it. And no, not so much. So I'm just finally letting, letting go of DC universe online.
2: Sure. I I liked it on PS3 a little bit when it came out. Like I had, I had good memories of it. I mean, it's like the only MMO I've ever played. So it was like, yeah. When it first launched, it was fun. fun. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the I know they've like changed some stuff I guess, and I, I downloaded it for free and played it a little bit until I I wanted to get yeah. in with
3: the uh, the Batman who laughs because that character is just so freaking awesome but uh, I just didn't.
2: Hmm. Yeah, it was a uh, I was just once I realized that I needed more space on my memory card I just deleted it. It's kind of what happened with that, but it's fun for what it is. Is there is there like a game that you that you wish that was on there that's, that's missing? Is there like a genre that you haven't like? I mean, played we already talked yet, about it. it. Aside from persona, persona, yeah,
3: yeah, Persona Five is like my number one. Um, otherwise, no, like the the genres, I, I'm pretty basic when it comes to games. Like, I, I like uh, I like platformers, I like shooters, that sort uh. of stuff, and they're all pretty well represented on there. Uh. I'm not huge into racers, like so. I don't have Mario Kart. I'll probably get it at some point, yeah. but um, uh, it's not really my thing. Uh, so there's not really like I think that's kind of what draw me, what drew me to the Switch was it didn't have that stigma that I've had with the other Nintendo systems where like I'm gonna buy a Nintendo system to only play Nintendo games mm-hmm. and that really wasn't what I was interested in. So this one when I heard like no like they even in their announcement they said Skyrim. I'm like Yeah that's kind of <laughs> awesome. Like I never I'm not gonna buy mm-hmm. Skyrim but it's awesome that it's available. Uh so just 3. like yeah yeah Witcher three like there's just yeah. a lot of just really great games that I, I've already played and I've done it elsewhere but just the fact that they're available I think is above and beyond impressive.
2: Yeah, it's amazing how they've kind of got everybody, they've brought everybody into the Switch world. I mean, not everybody, but most people, you know. And yeah, and their very, very first announcement trailer had Skyrim on it, which is kind of like, okay, that's pretty pretty bold. They're really going to try to get third third parties in there. And I, and I think also, like, Doom as well was a big thing from the yeah. beginning, like, saying that they were, I know they, I, I know. I heard at the beginning they were just going around trying to get as many, like, mature-style games on there as they could to try to prove that they could be a, competitor and also of course like getting stuff on there that wouldn't that shouldn't run you know or like wouldn't shouldn't run on that generation or, or the power of it so there's
1: a lot of stuff on there um, certainly all the indie games too like in previous generations of an indie game came out it wasn't a guarantee it was going to be on the nintendo system but now it is like it's certainly on there somewhere
2: well, yeah because it's done uh the switch has done like a lot for them through sales so it's yep. like, like I said, it's become like the in, the indie center where it's like, well, you got to put it on Switch. And most of the times it does come out on Switch before any of the other consoles because there's more of a market there. And I guess people are just looking to buy games there, you know,
1: right. everything seems to do better there. So I think that's the main selling point is beyond the Nintendo games, obviously, that would be the main selling point. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, it's that you can get an abundance of games for under 15 bucks and you can take it anywhere you want.
2: Yeah. I figured that was I figured that was part of it, yeah. Because it also like sharing sharing a TV or just maybe not not having as much time to play games, but you can. It's very much like pick up and play, you know, like play a little bit and then put it down. You could easily do that with the Switch. And like I said, the loading times, like the like the PlayStation Four. I have a PlayStation Four. It takes much longer to like get a game going on that. Even even when you put the system to sleep, like it still takes a minute for it to come back. But Switch, you can just hit a button and then it's ready to go. You can jump right in there. So.
3: It would be kind of nice to see Nintendo 64 games on there, but I've seen that a lot of people have been asking for those. And mm-hmm. I even heard that oh, they yeah. might be coming at some point this year, maybe.
2: There's still I mean? I mean there was all sorts of rumors of whatever would have happened with the E3 direct that would have been that didn't happen, you know. Now it seems like every just everybody else is doing a direct. There's even this is next news that'll happen next week, but Devolver Digital is even like doing another doing a direct of all their of oh. all their games, so you know. Oh, my friend Pedro too. Yeah,
1: that's my prediction for this, the showcase.
2: I want, I want the, uh, I want the D- the DLC for uh, Katana Zero that was promised but never happened because that game like doesn't really end. It like kind of has a cliffhanger, and they said they were going to add stuff later, but then it never, but then it never came around. So that's what I'd like to see from them. Aside from any game, like they make a lot of great games, so I'm sure most of the stuff on there will be fantastic. Did you beat Zelda all the way, The Breath of the yeah. Wild?
3: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of insane when it comes to video games. Uh, if I start it, I'm going to finish it. Like It has to be a special brand of terrible for me to be like, all right, I got halfway through. I'm good enough. It, once I start it, I'm in it to win it. So I think I played about 110 hours-ish, maybe a little bit less, uh, just straight. Did you find all the Korok seeds?
2: <laughs> no, I, I gave up on those pretty quick. I was going to say, how in it to win it are you? There's a lot of shit in that game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I,
3: I've only 100%ed. I think two games in my life. It was a uh, Batman Arkham Knight and then persona five. Uh-huh. Uh, so like, that's it. Otherwise I'm like, no, nah, I just want to have fun with it. And then I, I realized pretty early on in Zelda, like about how many hearts I would need to get through and like how many like uh, weapon slots. So I just kind of aimed for that number and then I was good. So I got yeah. to about 15 hearts. I'm like, okay, I can make do with about 15 hearts. I don't remember how many weapons I had, but as soon as I got to like a level where I was getting through every, like every action sequence with Pretty much no problem. Like, all right, I'm going to head for the end. Mm.
2: Yeah. And mm. once you once you get the Master Sword, like, the whole weapon breaking thing, like, becomes less of a worry because, you know, you, yeah. you use it until it dies, but then it charges back and you can just use another weapon. Like, I, I kind of stopped caring about all the weapons breaking once I got that thing because it's just like, we'll just use that the whole time, you know, especially on the only, Guardians and such.
3: Yeah. The only thing that broke for me, like, actually kind of almost broke the game for me was I bought all the DLC, like, at the same time. And I did all the DLC and then by I'm just trying to explore the world and my power ups are so freaking powered up mm. that I just felt OP everywhere I went. Like oh, I yeah. could do mm. that lightning call, I could do it, I felt like every two minutes, like it just it felt like a little too much. And then I'm cruising around on a motorcycle, so I don't even need horses anymore. Like by the time I was going on to Ganon, I'm like, Ganon just should walk away. Like there's just not <laughs> even a
2: challenge here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I love that motorcycle. Just grab your motorcycle engine. He walks yeah. away. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I
2: like that. The motorcycle yeah. was
3: awesome. That was so much fun. Yeah,
2: yeah, because I – well, in like the Hero's Path and where it was like, uh, oh, here's all the stuff I haven't looked at, but I have a motorcycle now, so I can just drive there. Like you just drive to an area that you haven't set foot in yet and just look around, see, see what's up, see what everybody's doing.
3: I, I think I spent three hours on the motorcycle wearing like the – God, which armor is it? Like it's uh, it's the armor where you like have like the big horns. It's one of the DLC armors. Um, I think it's like Phantom Hourglass ar- uh, armor, maybe uh, could be. Either way, you look like a devil, and I'm on the motorcycle in my devil suit with a flaming sword. And I spent I don't know how many hours trying to get the right photo just of him. I'm like, this is gonna be awesome <laughs> when I can get it. And I just I never quite got it, but I tried.
2: Uh-uh. Got to get to tweet that stuff. If, I, there. if i'd succeeded i would have if you uh yes yeah. <laughs> i still don't have that motorcycle i don't mm. know for whatever reason i never finished it mm. you should the motorcycle's great i think i'm the you know only No, i have yeah like
0: 112 shrines
2: yeah i think brian and i are the only ones that have done the have gotten to the motorcycle but we all have the dlc all, all four of us do yep. so you guys just haven't gotten there yet is there anything uh well you, you pretty much talked about what games what games you've been playing uh Right. Aside from that, Brian, or there's, yeah, the, I mean, it's
3: that and at? Bioshock and, uh, I haven't had the guts to try it yet. Cause I'm afraid it hasn't aged well. In fact, I know it hasn't aged well, but I, it was on sale a little bit ago, so I had to pick up Night Trap.
2: Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> we all,
2: we all, yeah, we all have that game too. We do. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah. I, I don't understand I like Night Trap, but John's, John was more of a veteran of it, so he understands it better, but yeah, yeah I played I it as a kid. <laughs>
3: Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'm very nervous to turn it on. It's on there. I'm looking at it right now, and I'm like,
4: eh.
1: I think go into it like the same way you go into one of those cheesy movies. You know, it's bad, and this is. A, I contend that Night Trap is a game that's so bad it's good. Yeah, because it, it, you know, the controls are a little broken. Obviously, go into have your your walkthrough at your side, and you know, re- refer to the walkthrough. No shame. <laughs> but um, you are playing Night Trap, so you're yeah. pretty much shameless already.
2: <laughs> just yeah. go for it and have fun. Yeah, just don't don't go into it uh, not knowing anything like I did because you'll get confused really quickly. Totally confused. I, but I I never played it before, so it's just kind of like I don't know what's ha- I don't understand what's happening in this game, and I was just kind of trying get, to figure it out. And yeah,
1: but if you want to get genuinely confused and play like a genuinely bad game without the camp value, like with no redeeming value whatsoever, play the. Spiritual sequel, which is also on Switch. Double Double Switch is the name of that game. That game, yeah. as confusing as you think Night Trap is, Double Switch is worse. <laughs> it was on
2: sale. I mean, it might be still on sale, but it was on sale for like ninety the dollar ninety nine. Double mm-hmm. Switch was worth
1: it. Worth it just to have the experience of yeah. like, how did anyone think this was good?
4: Wow
2: yeah that's another great thing about switch is like well non-nintendo games seem to be on sale all the time so mm. all all of the third-party stuff is you can get for pretty pretty cheap like some
0: a lot of stuff yeah, yeah it goes on sale before it even comes out
2: oh yeah they've like been doing the they've been doing the preload sense. sales now which is cool where they cut like 10 or 15 percent off of it before it's released like was it uh trails of cold steel 3 just came out that's another rpg game from uh from nis and uh They cut the deluxe version to be the same price as the regular version, so like they did, they threw a sale in there. I was originally planning on buying it when I had when I had more work, but I'm kind of holding off on it as of right now. But yeah, as far as Night Trap goes, it's definitely the best way. The best version of Night Trap is on Switch, so you have that for whatever for whatever (laughs) it is. So you know, this is the best way to present it. They've presented it there. So and you can of course play it through like the original way, the new way, whatever, blah blah blah. However you want to do it. But yeah, I'll give uh, it a
3: shot one of these days. I'm just yeah. not sure. When that'll be,
2: <laughs> if you're really bored and just need to play a weird ass game, like you could, all, you know, if you, I don't know if you guys ever do stream stuff, but you could always try doing that on a stream or something. Oh yeah,
3: and uh, and I've been meaning to get back into because I used to play it on my PC all the time, but then I never finished it. What is it called? Uh, that's it, Mother Russia Bleeds.
2: Oh yeah, it's I got such- oh, I, that one. I got that it's game. Just- it was on sale for ninety nine cents, and I yeah. and I picked it up. It's it's weird. It doesn't really have any combos in it. That was kind no, it's, of a, it's that just was weird. A a strange thing little it.
3: brawler by the guys who did uh, Hotline Miami. Like it's just a it's a weird little game, but it's good. Like I really liked it when I had my PC, but I just didn't like the controls because I didn't have a controller for my PC then. But now that I have it on Switch, I want to get back into it. Because yeah, you're right. No combos, but it's still fun somehow.
2: Yeah, it was weird. Like I, I, yeah, I got it for ninety nine cents and I got about as far as I could, and I was just it's strange. It's 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 an odd breed. Uh, speaking of weird games, though, I actually this is this I don't know if I put on the notes or not but this there's this game called Ringo uh, Friends of Ringo Ishikawa which was a game that I'd loved for the Switch. It was in my top 10 best games of whatever year that was, 2018, 2019? I think it was last year. Right? Yeah. But um there's a new one on there by the same creator. It's it's um I forget what it's called but it's like the same style as a uh, as Ringo Ishikawa except it's like a gangster guy where you can shoot a whole lot, a whole bunch of people instead of uh fighting people. But it's the same it's the same sort of thing. Uh, Ringo Ishikawa is like a you, – you play like a, a Japanese student, like a Japanese kid, and you can like – it's kind of like Persona, but you don't really have to – like you go to school, but you don't have to. But you can go and like – you can go get good grades and get a scholarship and get paid for that. Or you can just like not go to school and go work at a, at a a rental at a video rental place. Or you can just like hang out and smoke cigarettes. Or you can go fight other gangs in town. Or you can go buy ramen with your friends. And like there's all this – it's like super open ended and you can just kind of go and do whatever you want to. And I guess there was another one that there was a new one that came out in May that uh that's like on on the eShop right now for 14.99. I got excited about getting it. I haven't got it, I haven't got it yet though, but I just want to see. The Rest of a Stone Buddha is what it's called. The spiritual sequel to Friends of Friends of Ringo Ishikawa. Maybe I'll play that for next week's episode, but it's another another like weird weird extra thing. On Switch, Ringo is on sale. I don't know if it's on sale right now, but it's definitely a game worth taking a look at if nobody has yet. I'm not sure it, they don't they don't show you how much the price is if you've already bought something on the eShop, so it's hard to. I think it was like twelve dollars. Right. Yeah, because I thought it was like fifteen when it came out, so maybe it's it's not that much on sale. Let's do a, Let's start to show off like how we or do what we normally do at the beginning of the show and talk yeah, about we're well what, into the show. Talk about what games we've been playing here.
4: <laughs>
2: I have a I have a couple things I want to mention. I mentioned last week that I bought a game called uh, Billion Road, which is a Mario Party style game. Oh, it's kind of like a Mario Party Fortune Street style game. It was in that um, new game. Was it new, new, the new game Expo Direct? They mentioned it, it actually came out like in April. And now it's, and then it was on sale. But Jess and I, we've been playing it, and it's like a, it's, you know, it's a, it's a board game. It's a board game video game, uh, where, you, where you, where you roll the dice, and it's actually become pretty fun. Like, we've been having fun with it. It's more like, it's more like Mario Party than Fortune Street, where it's like you have to, instead of having multiple maps, there's just one map, and the map is Japan. It's all of Japan. And you can go to all the different, like, neighborhoods and, and cities and stuff in Japan. And basically, you'll all start at the same place. Uh, this, it's supposed to be a TV show, so like the, the guy who's the host for the TV show throws a, he'll throw a dart at a, at a map of Japan, and wherever it lands on, that's like the goal. So all of you try to get to this goal, as, as you would like try to get to a star in Mario Party. It's similar to that. And whoever gets to the goal first gets, gets more money. And there's these, these followers, there's these monsters that you pick up that are kind of like Pokemon. Somewhat but they're the, you can carry three different monsters at once, and they all have different things that they do for do for you as you go through and If you get to the goal first, there 'll be positive monsters that they 'll give to you, and there 's also negative monsters that go to whoever 's farthest away from the goal, and the negative monsters or followers that you get are or like awful like they'll like there's one called debt boy that like looks like a little he looks like a change per like a little change pouch like with the clasp on his head and he'll just like take money from you every round basically until somebody lands on another
0: the monsters are like status effects kind of
2: yeah kind of but you can you can swap them from one person to another if you pass them on the map you can actually hand it off to the other guy and there's another one called uh Rex or Team Rex, he's like a crocodile wearing, wearing like a baseball uniform, and he'll actually get rid of all your monsters, and then he'll start bringing in new monsters, and he'll charge you a hundred million yen for every new monster, so he'll completely drain your bank account as well. but it's like very much about like you know you can buy different properties, you want to try to get your net worth to a certain amount, but you don't have to do that to win like Fortune Street does you'll basically you go through three you'll go through three years. Which is uh which is like twelve months each, so that's each a turn, so it's like thirty six turns uh we've done it in a couple of years, but it's pretty cool and and the monsters that I said follow you there there'll be a part like in every year where like a Godzilla style monster will show up and start attacking Japan, and you can use the monster that you have to fight the giant monster. And depending on how much damage you get, you get bonuses for that. You get paid for how much damage you do on the monster. And if you, and we, we have yet to beat any of the monsters. Like, they've all, we've tried to fight them and they've never died before they destroy whatever part of Japan. But they can, like, they can hurt what, uh, what properties that you have on the map, so you can lose money through that. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird, cool, quirky game that's great to play, uh, multiplayer. It's, there's no online, unfortunately but it is, it's four-player local, and there is like a single-player mode where you play through 99 years by yourself, and somebody gets dropped out like every five years, I think, which is 12 turns. So if anybody's into weird games, like weird uh, board uh, board game style games like that, uh, I definitely recommend it. It's been fun. We've been having a lot of fun with it. We've played it like three or four times in the past week, so that's kind of my big my big purchase of the week, I guess, from last week, but yeah, it's it'll be a cool game. Whenever you guys come up here, we'll definitely have to play it. And uh, I don't think it's as smart as uh, Fortune Street, but it's but it's also but it's got a lot of fun to it. It's it's more it's more like Mario Party, but it's cool. If you if you ever get bored of Mario Party, you try that one out. Even though it is it's forty dollars regular, which I think is kind of high. I bought it for twenty four ninety nine, and I think that was a good price because it's on sale. But but yeah, on the uh, another thing, it it was like a. It was like a nice surprise, but I got I got my Outrun record came in the mail. The, uh, the oh yeah, the Sega the arcade game Outrun. Uh, I got this I got the soundtrack for that on record. I had I ordered it in the before time, the before the quarantine when I when everything was fine. And a lot of those video game records, you order them and you don't know when you don't know when they'll actually come to you. And it was a nice like surprise that just out of nowhere it was like oh okay I almost forgot that I ordered this.
1: I saw the picture that you posted. It looks like a nice design. Like, isn't it a clear vinyl?
2: Yeah, it's like well, it's it, yeah. It's, it has this open uh, area cut out in the front, and there's actually four different uh, horizons that you can put in the background. Depending on like, you know, from different parts of Outrun, like depending on which path you'd take. So there's like there's like a sunset one, there's like a night one, there's like a more morning one. And you can change out these and you can change the front of the record, basically, with that. So That's cool. So yeah, that's cool. And it, it only has I mean, Outrun doesn't have that many songs, so it only has like seven songs on it, I think. But they're nice. They're they're very it's always stuff that I think of when uh when summer's around is those uh those those type of stuff. Um, I beat uh, I beat Bloodstained: Curse of the Moon. That was my credits of the week. We talked about last week. Curse of the Moon two just got just got announced. So I was like, oh well, I should I should get that. And, I, and it's actually coming out next week. Yeah. It got it got a date on it. It's fourteen ninety nine, so it's not too expensive. I don't know if you played any or you saw anything about the Bloodstained games, Brian. But uh, the Curse of the Moon was it was like a kickstarter bonus or something but it's made by Inti Creates the guys who did uh, I know they did the sequel to um, Blaster Master they did Blaster okay. Master 0 and zero two they also used to do Mega Man games they did the Mega Man 0 games on on Game Boy Advance and uh yeah they are cool anyway it's Isn't like it a,
1: from the creator of Castlevania uh
2: Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is um is made by uh Igarashi who does who did the um Symphony of the Night Symphony of the Night yeah Okay, got it. But um, but this one, the Curse of the Moon ones, were actually it's like a prequel, I guess. But it's made more like the original Castlevania game. So it's a so it's a two D like no level up system, just like you know level after level. But it's cool, and I had played it before, and I guess I was on the final. I was on the final level, and uh, I just went back and went back and completed it. You know, I'm trying so to I figure out get if my... I'm on
0: the final level because I went back to it too just the other day. Also, you can make yourself invulnerable, which I didn't remember,
2: but. Um, oh yeah, through the options yeah i didn't i didn't do that, but you can' well, not
0: invulnerable, but you can give yourself uh unlimited lives, but yeah, I'd forgotten like how that works to where each of your lives is all four of your characters, mm-hmm. so you have to kind of like learn how to ration them well if you want to get through a whole section without having to like kill off other characters to get like your guy that turns into a bat back or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to lose everybody to get everybody back, which is, which is annoying. And it'll also like set you farther back in the level, depending on where you're at. But
0: I'm on a bus that like shoots this big tube of like wind at, or something, this power that like pushes you off this platform. Mm. I don't know how close to the end that is, but
2: Are, were, you, were you that's at- the
0: boss I'm stuck on. And it's really hard.
2: Were you at the level where the bats go through and like eat the background? And and it like it, and if you don't move fast enough, you'll get killed. There's like this big like I array of bats that go, go and destroy the 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 level that you're on because that's the last level.
0: Maybe I haven't
2: of the game. Way. I was going to say if you got there, then you're at the end. But it's it, that's what kind of I kind of got stuck there because if you don't if you don't move fast enough, these this like bat these bats will just kill you. So I think I just ended up getting killed, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to take a break. So I, I took a break from it. But yeah, no, you should uh you should definitely go back and finish it. There's like multiple endings. There's like uh six or seven different endings where you have to you have to beat it once and then you go and beat it again and or you can beat it where you don't like recruit any of the guys, or you could recruit like one guy and like not the other guys, and it's all this different shit involving that. I don't think I'm gonna go through and do all those, but it's still it's still a pretty cool game to play around with. Especially with the new one coming out. I already talked about doing the Smash Brothers adventure mode stuff. With Min Min, Min Min is cool because uh, unlike most other characters on Smash Brothers, she doesn't really have like a special move. Like instead of like hitting B to do a special move, you control the other arm. So you can control the two arms independently of each other. So you can actually throw one arm one way and the other arm the other way and kind of like attack people on both sides of you in the same level. And that's really fun to do. So that's, that's been a cool thing that I've been doing. That's different. Yeah. So and, and and you can do smash moves with both of them you can do the smash with the a and the B button so with your left and right arm and you can change the type of hand that you have on 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 your left hand through to two other things so it's, it's it was definitely worth it it was one of those things that I mean i I was one of the few people who bought arms and thought it was cool when it came out like when the switch launched and uh, I'm still pushing for it so I'm like you know what I'll get min min and i was I was fine with dropping the five dollars for that. I also dropped. Uh, I also dropped five dollars on Ninjala, because uh, Ninjala has a story mode, and it was on sale. It was regular nine ninety nine, but it's been on sale. I think it's on sale through like the fourteenth, so it is still on sale for anybody who's trying to check it out. But it's on sale for four fifty. You can get the uh, DLC story mode. Uh, Ninjala is the new like Splatoon style um, multiplayer game that came out last week. And uh you know the story mode was okay. I I'd, I'd be a little bummed about it if I paid $10 for it cuz I did beat it in an hour and a half on a on a stream last night. But uh I don't know. It's it's kind of one of those things that I just I really didn't like Ninjalo when I first started playing it, but I've kind of been playing it more and I'm starting to like it a little bit better so I'm willing to give it some more of a chance. A lot of it seems to have to do with dodging and blocking and trying to get around the characters. And I actually did have a multiplayer game last night where I won, where I got first place, which is yeah, okay. which is cool cuz I, I rarely win on any of those. And it has like so, a it has a season pass in the way that um uh Fortnite does kind of. Mm-hmm. So, but it's only like $2. So, if anybody wanted to buy the season pass, it's $1.99. It's not a whole lot, but
1: But yeah. so you played it more than I have. Probably, I assume. I think I only played for like an hour. Yeah,
2: um, I played it for I don't know, three hours, maybe four hours, about.
1: Okay, so how does my assessment stand up? In the previous show, I said it was like a battle royale fighting game where all the fights are quick time events. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, kind of. Yeah, because that's how I. Because I was, it's weird because I did the tutorial, but they don't really tell you much about the whole quick time dodging. Cause like you hit, like when you hit the block button, or well, you hit the bubble button, but it's also block. And then it gives you a bunch of different directions, like up, like up, down, left, right. And you have to, I guess you have to press one that the other player doesn't press. And that will like get you to dodge around behind them and then you can attack them. And you get a star whenever that happens. So I just kept doing that and I was able, and I killed a bunch of guys. And that's how I won, that one. And also, I didn't realize that there's other weapons. Like, they start you off with this kind of baton thing that you hit people like with. But, but there's also, like, a hammer, and there's also, like, a yo-yo thing that you can have. So, yeah, if if you had a certain impression of it to begin with, I say try it again. I mean, it's free to play. You know, go in and try some of the extra weapons and stuff and give it a go. It's not like a... it's, it's, a, it's very It's a very small area that you fight in. It's not like... Fortnite, where it's huge and i've seen a lot of people comparing it to that i don't think it's really like that game but i'm willing to mess around with it like a little bit longer before i big yeah. question
1: how does it compare to splatoon uh
2: it's got nothing on splatoon <laughs> i'll tell you that much i was gonna say that as well brian if you're i don't know if you're into any multiplayer shooters or anything like that but splatoon 2 is a lot of fun and i don't even like i don't even necessarily like online games but I like Splatoon. I thought Splatoon was really fun, and the single player is great too. On there,
3: I tried the demo. It really just didn't click for me. I might need to go back again because I spent maybe an hour playing it. I'm like, this just is. I'm just not getting it. Oh, and maybe okay. it was the the light versus uh, the actual Switch might mm. have been a problem because it was on the light.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. i I played a uh, I played Splatoon one on Wii U, and I thought that was really cool. And I and I bought it for the single player, which single player is great. But then I, but then I kept playing it for the multiplayer because they were doing, uh, they would do these monthly like splat fests where it'd be, it was almost like the new version of, uh, of everybody votes if you remember that that was a, a Wii app on the on the really? old Wii thing where it's like, uh, what do you like better like uh, chocolate or whatever and it was yeah it was like the the infamous uh, Mayo versus ketchup like thing there was that and and like. Uh, yeah, was it a pulp versus no pulp, uh, orange juice? I remember that was one. But all these, and you you pick a side and you fight the other side and whoever wins the most, like, and you get these seashell things that help you redo the stats for all of your equipment items and stuff like that. So it's, it's it became, there was like a big, it became a big thing around it, like a big following, like a lot of people playing it. So it's, it's definitely, I think it's a cool game. Like if you're into like competitive online stuff, I think, uh, I think it was a pretty tight third person shooter. But yeah, as far as Ninjala versus Splatoon, I think Splatoon is much better. And and for me, Splatoon was really easy to figure out. It's like, oh, it's a third person shooter. I get it, you know. Whereas Ninjala, I was like not really sure what to think of it. I'm like, okay, I don't really know what's happening here. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't understand the way these controls work. I don't know how these attacks I'm supposed to get these guys. So it was way Yeah, it was definitely I was thinking about that last night when I was playing it. It's like two sides of the spectrum for me. I felt like Splatoon was like just felt just felt exactly right, and I loved it right from the beginning. And Ninjal is kind of like, I don't
1: understand this game,
2: but it's free, so I'll try it again. You know, it's kind of kind of where I'm at on that. And a lot of people are really are really loving it. So
1: one million people downloaded it. It's yeah. news. Yeah, Ooh, yeah it, uh, one million.
2: Was it a couple a couple episodes ago when we had David Walker on here from uh, Binge Blast? Uh, he was he was talking. Yeah, he was really big on it, and I know he's still playing it. So yeah, but it's yeah. If you want to, th- I mean, I was. I figured that I'm like I don't understand the multiplayer, so maybe you know I'll throw four dollars to them and see how the see how the single player is, and maybe that'll kind of explain it to me. And it, it didn't really. It's just like it's just like levels with guys that you fight and whatever. It's not as great, but I did kind of get a little bit better at the multiplayer from doing it. So there you go. Did did any of you guys do the Animal Crossing bug off this yes, week? I did not. I know I know John opted out of it. I know you were not in the Animal Crossing world, Brian. You've not. Uh... Uh, no, it,
3: that is. Uh, I've tried to play it before. It's not for me. I think it's an incredibly well-made game that I have no interest in playing.
2: Oh, yeah, that's no problem. We're not here to yeah. convert you into an Animal Crossing person. Oh, thank I you
3: just, very much for that. I just, I know that.
2: I remember when you put. I, I think you put your like friend code up on Facebook and said, uh, "I'm not interested in trading Animal Crossing stuff." So I figured that you weren't <laughs> yeah. that you weren't playing Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Well, when I told is, people I was getting yeah. a
3: Switch, that was the first thing people said. Well, you have to get Animal Crossing. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's just not a game for me. Like. I get why people like it. Not, not try to take that away from you. True. It's just not for me.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, I, I like, I like it. I mean, I'm still playing it somewhat, but we did, you know, there's events that you can do. Um, there's a thing that called the bug off where you basically get like three minutes and you go to try to find as many bugs as you can. And, uh, my wife and I, we, we played it. If you played a multiplayer together, you actually get more points for playing with more than one person. So we were actually able to get points quicker. And we only played it for like an hour because it only goes to like six o'clock. But uh, yeah, it was it was fun. We even though we did, we felt like that there were a lot less bugs out when we were trying to find them in the town. Did you have that same problem, Jeremy, when you were playing it?
0: If anything, I thought there were more. I have a crazy flower field in my town surrounding the residence. Or yeah, the residence center where the uh, where he's posted out front. So I literally only had to go like I would just kind of walk in circles around him and mm. get like twelve to thirteen bugs
2: per. Oh uh, wow. I got, I think I got like what five at the most, yeah, maybe six. And I have flowers everywhere. Like I have, I have like rows and rows of flowers. And we like we felt like there were a lot less bugs than there normally are because after the event ended, and we were just running around the town, there were there were like twice the amount of bugs than there were during the event. So I felt like it was whole this this whole like conspiracy to keep us from catching bugs. It was. I awful. thought the bugs. Yeah.
0: And I don't know if I, I haven't read anything to this effect, but I feel like there's got to be certain times of the day where the bugs, there's more bugs on the flowers because mm-hmm. there's days where I just can't look anywhere without seeing a bug, and then well, I'll feel the same way as you sometimes where there's like none no matter yeah. where I go.
2: Well, I know I know like the days you know, you know like the times before the uh, tarantula and like the scorpions show up, like none of they'll only there'll be butterflies before that, but while but they'll go away. I think they go out away after like four or five o'clock so maybe maybe that was what was happening with us because from like five to six the very end of it there we were having a hard time finding bugs to the point that we were actually going inside of we were going inside of residences and coming back out in hopes that it was like reset the island the jan- you know yeah you. doing the old janitor yeah, the old janitor route to, to try to do that but
0: yeah i uh i might have played for 30 minutes because i didn't have a whole lot of time because uh, i had to go to work but I wanted to do some of it, and so I played maybe like thirty minutes, and I got the bronze trophy and got ten items. And I got I got like one hundred one points total. That's what it ended up being. But yeah, I got it. I, seemed yeah. way it was way easier than the fishing one, and I actually kind of regretted not starting it a little earlier because I think I could have swept through it pretty quick. Mm.
2: Yeah, I did. I mean, I got a hundred also, but I, I think there were more items. I don't know. They weren't. They weren't all that cool. I guess I, I thought the the butterfly the butterfly wallpaper was kind of cool, but I mean, it wasn't really,
0: there was an umbrella that I liked, but anything else was stupid. Yeah. I can't remember what the umbrella is now, but
2: the, there's like a spider web thing you can put on your door. That looks like a Halloween decoration. So that's kind of cool, yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah, but I mean, big thing about animal crossing, we could talk about it now, but there's, there was a new trailer showing that they're adding swimming to it, uh, actually coming up in a couple days on July 3rd, they're a- adding the, the diving suit that was in, uh, um, the the other Animal Crossing, the 3D, which we kind of knew it was going to happen relief.
0: because of being on Fuchsia's island that time.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we didn't really dive, but we yeah, we were able to in one of our streams. And a friend of the show guest, uh, Fuchsia, uh, she had a glitch on her island to where you could walk on the water, where there was like a if you sat
1: on yeah, like, was, was it a piece of garbage or something or a tire? You sat on a tire. It was on an inner tube, yeah,
4: inner yeah.
1: tube, right on a particular corner of the island, then you would glitch and you could walk all over the water. Yeah. So it,
2: yeah, that kind of like proved that, Oh, okay. There is going to be diving stuff and yeah, you're going to get a diving suit. You'll be able to jump off of what it looked like the rocks by the ocean and uh dive for, you get to dive for uh shells and fish and, Jess told me that was like her favorite thing to do on the, on the new leaf 3DS version. So she's very excited about that. So that'll bring, you know, I, I was kind of got to the point in Animal Crossing and I played it for almost 300 hours. So I definitely got my money's worth, but, but I was kind of getting to the point where I'm like, I don't really have anything left to do. Like I paid for my house. I have over two, two million dollars in the bank. Like
0: there's a bunch of new I, bugs to
2: catch. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then it's like every month it'd be like, okay, now there's new bugs. Like, and I was like, okay, I can swim now. And they're going to add stuff to the museum. I actually looked at the list of new bugs that they're bringing in for the month. And there's a lot of them. Like, it's like.
0: A lot of beetles.
2: Yeah. It's like almost it's like double digits. Yeah. A lot of the big ones. Like, if you haven't paid off your house yet, there's like $20,000, like, Dynastids and shit that you can get. Like, it's like, it's like, yeah. I like, felt like, so- yeah,
0: I was playing it late last night. Um, right, basically after midnight, the Beatles started showing up, which surprised me because I thought. It wouldn't happen until it resets the day cycle at five. But no, I was seeing beetles everywhere. I got a ton of them, and and I and Flick was there too. I just got lucky, and so mm. I was selling a bunch of my beetles to Flick and made like two hundred thousand pretty quick. Nice. And I don't need it. I've over three million in the bank, and everything's paid off. But might as well just keep hoarding money, I guess.
2: Yeah. Well, it's like it, yeah, and you can keep planting the money trees and pick that up. Even though I've kind of mm. like. Stop doing that, like, because I'm like, I'm like, why do I need to do that? I'll just go there and do the same chores I always do. And yeah. like I said, I don't don't need money. But I figured um, out
0: my my orchard wow. gets me. I think it's it's like seventy seven thousand.
2: Yeah, like- I can. Yeah, I can get like close to a hundred thousand if I if I would like to if
1: I sell all the all of the fruits from all the trees that I have. So mm-hmm.
2: you know, I could do that. I if I'm I going need money.
1: on. This might be day nine of not playing. It's been at least a week.
4: Hmm. Wow. Um
1: I just um. Yeah, once I I I said I said you know I was gonna pay off my loans and I was get one more big score. Well, I got the big score and I just feel like you know what? I think it was like day three. I was like, I was without it for three days. I think I want to keep this going. And Then Jeremy said the bug off was going on, and I was like, do I really want to go back just for the bug off? I kind of like this not playing the game thing. This hmm. feels pretty good. Well, how so. how do you feel about the new diving suit then? I think I might turn it on to check out the diving, but I doubt that's going to be a thing that like makes me come back and play again on a regular basis. I think for that to happen, it would have to be something more like, gameplay-wise, like if you have to, if some new building comes in and the building has some engaging activity, that would draw me back from day to day, you know? Mm. Something like more fundamental. New bugs don't draw me in so much. It's essentially the same thing, you know, collecting bugs, but now they're just different. So yeah. and we'll see about the diving. I mean, that's that may be something kind of cool, but I'm skeptical. I don't think it's going gonna to to come back because I kind of like not playing the game. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys—it's quite- like when
0: you quit quit smoking or something. Like those first yeah. the first week or so, it's just like exhilarating that you, that you feel like you've kicked it.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys, I have yeah. more time, and now there's other games. Yeah, you guys, uh, I mean, both of you
2: put in like a good hundred extra hours than I did. So I don't know. What I I'm still, at. Don't I'm think, still playing. Yeah, aren't you? Close? i might be yeah. at three seventy five. Yeah, I feel like you're close to like four hundred, five hundred. I'm I'm at like almost three hundred. I'm over four hundred. That's where I'm at. So yeah, it's, I don't think I'm over four hundred. It's yeah, it's it's crazy like how it gets it gets its hook and in, hooks into you. But I felt like I'm like, well, I'll come back and probably cl- pay it for play it for a couple of days, like try to get the. I want to get, like, more of the bugs and, like, go, like, diving and stuff like that. Like, that'll be cool. But but at least it's something that's like, oh, cool, I'll, I'll play it again. And, and they're going to keep doing that. Like, they'll be adding stuff every month. So even it just, if it just brings you back for just a day or two, I think that's still yeah. good. It's, like, kind of the same thing that Splatoon 2 was doing with mm-hmm. the Splatfest when that when it was like, I'm not playing it. But I'm like, oh, but there's this, there's this like, orange juice pulp thing or whatever that I got to get involved in. So, you know, they would, they would bring you back in that way. But... I think I think that's pretty much uh what I've got. I actually got a bag of games and stuff from a friend of the show Edwin. He he actually moved to LA from Chicago, so he uh oh. he dropped off a bag of goodies to me. And I was thinking about doing it on this show, but I think just out of sakes of time, I'm going to save that till next week. But uh yeah, there's a I got this I got this bag of stuff that uh that he wasn't planning on taking with him to LA, so um oh congrats so, yeah, Edwin. so there's Happy some listening. there's some cool yeah. stuff in there so thanks thanks man and uh we'll we'll open it next week and look at it. i know i know if a, he gave me a list of what's in there so there are some things that you know that i think are kind of cool so we'll i know there's at least a couple systems in there so but they're oh. they're older it's like older retro stuff but uh you know you can all su- the more exciting su- suspense until till next week i do want to mention this is a this is from a, a podcast that we've had on our show but uh a Smashing Theory, they were just on our podcast a few few weeks ago, and uh, I don't know if you guys are friends with uh, with Sean, one of the hosts, but he uh, he lost his Switch, like, on the way to uh, his job. Oh my gosh. W- where it, like, fell out of his bag, like, on the train. And, uh, and like, he would, like, put a thing mm. on Facebook being like, hey, I lost my Switch. Like, if anybody knows how to get another one, like, I need, like, to buy one. And he's like, "I, I you know, I lost all this hours on Animal Crossing and Xenoblade Chronicles and, like, all this stuff. And and I was like, well, you know, if you have the online service, you can, you know, you have your saves backed up. Maybe you can get that. And I offered. I was like, I'll send you some bells, you know, for Animal Crossing to help you like pay off your te- your house, whatnot. What What's really cool is what happened was uh, somebody found it. It was actually a pastor, pastor from a church that was like by a block wow. from the work that he was nice. going to.
4: <laughs> how fortunate he,
2: he found. But this is what's this is what's really cool about it, like how he how he communicated with him. He, he found the switch. And I guess he turned it on, and so the pastor must have obviously known how to something about Nintendo Switch, because he captured, like, 30 seconds of Animal Crossing and posted it to Sean's Twitter, telling him that he had his, his system. And that was how they got in touch with each other, was him posting on Twitter from his Switch and saying, like, Hey, I have your Switch, and I don't know how to get hold of you, but this if is you connect- want it back, give me dollars <laughs> <was gonna> <laughs> Well, it was like, yeah, it was like... Donate to the church. <laughs> But it was like, hey, I I found it's connected to your account, so I can talk to you through your account. And he has it back now. He has a switch back, and it's cool. it's so <laughs> amazing. It's crazy. It's I just wanted to. I know I, I'm sure they're going to tell a better version. Listen to their podcast as well. But I just wanted to mention it, just because I was like, oh my god, that's awesome. There's actually there can be nice people in there that'll figure out how to communicate with you I through be a wreck through if Twitter. I wasn't you know, a yeah. Yeah, he It's not just a, so
0: much time and so many it, games on it.
2: Yeah. Well, like, well, I mean, I know we talked about Xenoblade Chronicles when they were on the show and he's like, oh, I want to get it. And I guess he'd already gotten it and like played through all this stuff. And yeah. Wow. So that's, uh, so yeah. Good, good on you, Sean. You got, got your, I'm glad you got your switch back. I just wanted Thank to mention you. that just because I thought that was such a cool story that they just got, Yeah, I was able to communicate with them through Twitter. Twitter's not all bad. Sort what have been trying to say to people.
0: Something good in this <laughs> shitty world we've been living
2: in. I, like, I personally like Twitter, so... So, whatever it. it's a it's sometimes a, I like it better than Facebook
0: well I like it better than yeah most social networks
2: there's less there's less crappy articles that that uh, it's trying to get me to read like Facebook does but yeah that that's good for me
0: cool well uh I don't have a whole lot to talk about myself I didn't really buy anything this week but uh I was playing some animal crossing I did want to say i uh I literally like I have to explain my name being that uh, I turned down the turnips i did I literally set an alarm. Got up on Sunday at about eleven thirty went withdrew money from my account within the game and walked and found uh what's her face Why am I, I not remember her name Daisy probably. May yeah Daisy may and I was literally standing there and she's like uh turnips are ninety five a piece like they weren't even a hundred so I was like that's a good price and I was about to buy them and I just said no I literally like my like Shauna was sitting there and I just went no I'm not doing this <laughs> and I, I hit sleep and just set the switch down No. And just didn't. And I don't know. No, it felt so good because I'm like, why? Fuck your now, turnips. I'm just going to be stressed all week and I'm going to have these all these turnips cluttering at my house, which I hate. Um, I hate when they're just laying all over the place. So I decided just not to do it and I'm happy. I'm glad because I've been checking my turnip prices anyway and they, they've not been good. So it was actually a good choice on my part. But man, it was it was very it was kind of like not quite what John's saying, but it was a bit like felt like a little freeing to to make that decision and to make it so deliberately Like be right there at the cusp and and say no right to her face all <laughs> right to her face no.
2: <laughs> fuck your turnips uh, and
0: afterwards i felt so good i went and i just started like selling a bunch of stuff for my inventory because I, I i'm almost too <laughs> get rid of everything. i'm almost full of capacity in my inventory so it's like 1600 items or whatever and i've got I was at like 1400 something and I literally had like 600 pieces of iron and and it was just stupid how much stuff I had hoarded thinking that maybe they're going to release a crazy recipe where I need a hundred iron, whatever. And I'm like, no, I I doubt it. I'm going to sell a bunch (laughs) of crap. And so I ended up selling a bunch of stuff for almost a million total. I I wish I would have written down what it was, but I made almost a million Mm. in just selling off a lot of crap that I had in my inventory that I didn't need. And, uh, that's really all I did in Animal Crossing, besides find a bunch of beetles. I got a ton of beetles last night mm. and uh, caught a bunch of sharks, too. For whatever reason, the sharks were biting a lot. So between all that, I just don't see the need for turnips. If I'm going to play the game, I'm just going to try to make money the old way.
2: I did actually, on the subject of turnips, I did actually buy some turnips this week. I, I just bought the bare minimum so I could get the ants. Cause, so I'm just going to let them go bad and then collect the ants off of them. What's so the bare take? minimum? hundred, I think.
0: Oh, okay. That's why I haven't got ants. I literally have one turnip sitting on the ground.
2: Oh, I, I mean, I thought that was the bare minimum that you could buy from the. I don't think you can buy one turnip, right? Okay,
0: well, maybe that's oh, not so, right.
2: Yeah. I don't think so. I've, I've, got, I've know, got a yeah. rotten
0: turnip sitting outside of my house, and I still haven't seen ants. So I don't know what you do. Yeah, and yeah, I
2: don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I bought a hundred, and I'm like, okay, I'll just, I'll do that. So that I did that, but it's you know, no big deal. And uh, it, I don't think I explained it, but my my middle name was a uh, too many eyes. That's one of the monsters from Billion Road. That's what I it was. It's basically a blob with a whole bunch of eyes. Of course, what uh, it says.
0: Otherwise, you know, my beat of the week, and I kind of put this jokingly, but because we were talking about it last week, but beat Resident Evil four again. Huh. Yeah. And uh, now I'm on my third playthrough, and I just <laughs> got to the castle. Yeah, so I'm back in the castle, and um, it's just something I throw on when I'm like, listen, you know, I'm listening to podcasts and. Kind of maybe feeling like maybe I want to buy a new game for the Switch, honestly, because I'm just like cycling through a few games and, and, uh, Resident Evil is one of them. And I, I'll just play it for like, you know, 20, 30 minutes, put it down, and that's all I'll play it for the day. But now that I have a, like every cool weapon, and that's one thing I've been trying to buy all the weapons and upgrade them to the max now. So I'm not just using the infinite rocket launcher. I'm like playing around with the mines and, and the, uh, the different versions of the, the pistol and stuff. So. That's been kind of fun, but eventually I'll have to I'll have to take a break and move on. to Resident Evil Five. Just kidding.
2: <laughs> you could jump to six. I mean, I don't. I never played that one, but no, nah, I don't know.
0: I, I really, honestly, I want to. I would want to go back to the the original one. the uh, The one on the GameCube that I have. The original remake. Plus, I have Resident Evil Two remake on my PS4 that I still have to beat.
2: Yeah, I thought. Of, yeah, I'm thinking about you playing all the Resident Evil Four that you've been playing. I was like, I kind of miss playing one. And, but those games are on sale all the time, so maybe next time it's they like are. ten dollars. I'll get I'll get the first one for Switch because I have I have it for GameCube, but I don't have like the HD version or whatever. So maybe I can get that version.
0: Um, but uh, yeah, there's one game I've been playing a lot, but otherwise I, I played uh, the Super Nintendo online functionality. I love it, and so I decided I was just going to try to unlock all the paths in Super Mario World, and so I've just been working on that this week and nowhere close to doing it but I got to uh I got all the way to Bowser's Castle the conventional way by going through the, all the levels and uh, beat, beat the game again I don't know if you want to count that as beating it but because um, you can beat Mario World in like the first five minutes you you play it but uh, other than that the game I've been playing nearly every day and I've been sticking to what I said last week I've been trying to play it every weekday for at least 30 minutes and it's ring fit and I've just been playing through the adventure mode and every day that i've played except with like maybe the exception of one day that i've i've just been like drenched in sweat when i was done and um and so that's why i said <laughs> i had to wring my shirt out because i literally will like if i'm wearing clothes and i start playing that game i'm usually like just down to my shorts by the end of it or maybe my underwear because <laughs> i'm just like stripping sweat yeah and i don't know for whatever reason like i like that i like when i'm exercising and i sweat i feel like am getting something out that doesn't need to be there. So uh, that's been nice and I really like it. So I made it to, I just made it to world five. I don't know how many worlds there are.
2: There's, there's you know. a lot. I, I don't, I don't know how far I am, but there's a good amount. I think there's like I just close beat, to The world I just something. beat was
0: the one with the, uh, what do they call them? The Spartans. They're not called the Spartans, but they're like something like that. And Spartans, they're the Spartans and the whole world is based around like that whole level is based around all the inhabitants are these crazy, physically fit people and they just can't believe that uh drago came there and terrorized them like they they don't know how that he was strong enough to defeat them and stuff hmm. uh, that level took me a couple days to beat because there's just like it seems like the further you get into the game they just put a whole lot more extra stuff
2: in the yeah they one get one longer game. and longer it's hard to it's hard to do it like it all in one go for it's sure it's pretty
0: much impossible um and there, in addition, there's like certain places you'll go that'll take you to like little subworlds that have extra stuff in them too. So, World Four, especially, I was just like, "Wow, it's like the size of the first three worlds combined almost." But I Let finally got through
1: it. Is, is there any sort of strategy to the game? Or is it all just basically if you can do the exercise, you progress? There's strategy. You have to you have to heal a lot. I
2: mean, well, you have to like for me, I,
0: buffs are important.
2: Have you seen rigfit uh, and Ringfit Ring Fit Adventure, Brian? It's a uh, the workout no. game for the switch that's what we were talking about
3: that's what i figured I, yeah. I i just by the name alone that's what i assumed but no yeah. i haven't played it i'm far more interested now
2: i know you're a you run right you you're a you are a runner yeah, at I, some point yeah i run quite a bit so oh, okay. that's
3: usually my motive uh my motive exercise is i just go out for like somewhere between 2 and 6 miles
2: yeah ring fit's kind of become like aside from the switch being hard to find ring fit adventures also incredibly hard to find because it was like their version of we fit you know okay but it's like, but it's like an RPG ish, you know. There's like a, there's like a story, like a very, very small, thin story to it, and there's like monsters that you fight, and you level up, and you can like, you and you have, de- you can get more spaces to put more exercises in there, and it's like, you know, you can do like more yoga stuff, you can do strength training, whatever. And now there's like a rhythm game in there as well that you can play. So there's oh, all awesome. this, there's all this cool extra oh. stuff to do in there. And I was, I got it, I got it. Whenever Jess and I got back from Japan, um. I bought it like that November, I guess, when there was a bunch of them around still. But now, I guess they dis- well, they disappeared, of course, because of quarantine and all that, and everybody yeah. wanted to have them. But but you know, it's a great it's a great little workout thing if you want to just uh, yeah, work work so out gonna, with your switch. It's uh yeah. and it, you know, it's like a little tension ring thing that you use. John, and Jeremy's John got it right me, there on the wall. Yeah, yeah. John
0: yeah. asked me about the strategy, so yeah, I can just explain it. Um, the strategy of it is uh, it's like an RPG, but like Trace said, but it's not really like. I don't know. I call it make it almost an RPG light. Like uh, you're basically on a track running in each level. You literally run unless you're in silent mode to get through the level. As you're going, you're trying to collect items by moving the ring around and bending it and pulling it and stuff. And when you get to the bad guys, they're all color coded and you have certain moves that are, that are, that they will be weak to based on the color of them. And I think it's also limited linked to like, whether it's core training or arm training or a leg based training, so all those different things will be stronger to some enemies. But then in addition, you use smoothies to heal yourself, and you make the smoothies yourself. Um, You've got to squeeze them. them. Right. You also use the smoothies to buff up your attacks. So let's say you're fighting a group of blue enemies, and that's like squats are uh, one of the, uh, the exercises that work well against them. Then you would use the blue, the, it's the grape smoothie, would power up your blue and then you use the, uh, then you use the, the uh, attack and it takes away more in, in damage. Uh, as I've been playing, I've gotten to where there's now there's enemies that heal other enemies. So you have to have a certain strategy to like take those guys out first. Mm. Maybe you want to use like a group attack while there's several of the same colored enemies on the screen to sort of get ready as many of those as you can before tackling like whatever the hardest monster is. I've also gotten to monsters that will call in backup which those are like the most annoying. In yeah. RPG. When you like kill all the, all the guys that are buffing them up. That way you can take them down. And then all of a sudden they just call everyone back after you just spent like <laughs> minutes. And then you gotta keep going. So that's happened a few times, but for the most part, like I've only died like three times died and uh, it'll still give you experience. And it's still like count, you know, tabulates, tabulates the amount of exercise you did and includes it in your workout so even if you don't finish a level you don't have to feel bad because you still have something to show for it but uh, it is kind of annoying having to go back and start a level out again so one thing I would say if if, if you do get the, end up getting the game smoothies you gotta make smoothies I didn't really do that at first and now I've just like I've just got a huge inventory full of them and they're very necessary to get through the Drago at the end of each level because he has so much energy oh yeah i it takes I takes so long it can take like fifteen minutes to beat him sometimes,
2: oh yeah, for sure sometimes sometimes I would like play through the 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 level and then I'd like quit before drago and then I'd start with Drago on the next one because just'cause I know it's gonna take a while and drago's mm-hmm. like the main he's like the bowser of the universe, you know he's the main the big bad like through the whole thing, so yeah and and it's uh yeah it's I basically make as many smoothies as I can. Just to and you can use them. Thankfully, you can use them as many times as you need to, like per mm. per turn. So and and, and there's ones and that, it doesn't like yeah.
0: nullify your ability to attack if you heal.
2: It's it's a lot like Pokemon, you know, with like the types and like what, but not as complicated, you know, with, with all the different types. And it's also like some shakes will like make if if somebody's. Vulnerable to blue. You some shakes will make like all of your all of your exercises blue. So like they mm. all count as the same thing. And there's stuff like that. There's cool things. And you you know you can buy new armor, which is basically like shorts and tank mm-hmm. tops and stuff. But you can buy stuff that has higher defense. And so there's definitely there's definitely a lot of RPG. And there's actually stuff experience in there.
0: points in this one. There on is like yeah, pa- Paper Mario. Yeah, you can level <laughs> up. So my character's been leveling up. I think I'm almost a level thirty, um, which the whole game scales up as you go so it doesn't really feel like the levels mean that much but i guess if i went back to the first tier of levels i could just annihilate everybody but there is a there is a new exercise i got introduced that almost made me throw up today <laughs> i don't know what it was maybe was it i just planks? Was kind of kind of queasy <laughs> no it's the one where you hold you hold the ring up against your your uh, core and you push it and then you have to like swivel your hips to make um
2: oh is it these- these
0: row, these uh, these oars go, so you can row through the water.
2: Yes, yeah, when you're on the boat, yeah, that makes you that makes you throw up. I kind like well, of like that part.
0: I played the one where you're going like against the stream the whole time. Mm, yeah, and it's like no, speed up. You got to speed up to get all the items. And like I was just doing it so much, like my stomach started to like cramp up. And I'm like, oh, I just gotta keep going, feeling the burn, feeling the burn. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I started to literally feel like nodges. I'm like, wait, what? And I like, kind of like retched a little bit, just mm. kind of dry retch. And so I just like paused the game for a second. I'm like, am I getting like is this like because I'm getting fatigued or what? But I don't know. I think maybe I just had like I just squeezed my stomach too hard or something and just because it it passed after a while, but that was strange. I was like, why is this game making me nauseous? I don't like this.
2: Yeah, I don't miss the whole like ab guard thing that, that you do on there. Where you like take the ring and like push it into your stomach and like
0: yeah.
2: I don't know. It's
0: And that's becoming more and more like part of the gameplay the actual like you know you have to use it is what i'm trying to say like you have to use that one ability with the rowboat to get to that boss in that level so you just have to adjust to certain exercises and and uh, hopefully they don't make you feel sick yeah but i'm gonna keep keep it up you know i think the podcast will definitely be helpful and trying to, to come back every week and say i did it every day i did it monday through friday and so hopefully next week I'll have the same thing to say and not really. I, I haven't really been like measuring my progress. I, I took, I, I weighed myself the other day and I weigh the same. So I haven't lost any weight, but I feel better. I feel like, and maybe it's psychosomatic, but okay. every day, every day that I've worked out and then I go to work, I feel better at work Like initially. like I just don't have feel so blah about being there. I'm just kind of like, all right, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's get through this night. And I don't know, for whatever reason, it seems like it helps. So,
2: I believe it. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was, I was going to try to get myself to start doing it again just because of, uh, you know, the possibility that I might have to return to work soon, you know, depending on whatever's happening with unemployment and all this other shit right now. So, but also, also I, I, I injured, I, they know, but I, I injured my finger to where I can't like fully, fully like make a fist yet. I'm almost there, but you know, it's still kind of, healing. So it's hard for me to do the ring. So I haven't really been able to do it lately. I did try to do it when we started, but but yeah, I was hoping to like maybe put together some, like do like some, uh, put together like a squat, uh 20 minute thing that I'll do like every day or something like that. But if I get that started, I'll let it, let you know on here, of course, but
0: I'm still super impressed with the ring itself as an, as a peripheral, it just works so well. And between that and the, uh, the vibration of the controllers, it just It gives you the exact haptic feedback you need to where even if you can't like some exercises you can't look at the screen while you do them, but the feedback of the ring itself is super helpful in that regard. I don't know. I'm just super impressed. Like,
3: how much does that game go
2: for? Like, if it's not like COVID, like crazy. I think it's eighty, right? It's eighty full price, yeah. yeah. And that's, (laughs) I mean, that's basically the game. You know, the game for sixty plus twenty dollars for the ring, and there's a, and there's like a. A, a strap attachment that you put on your leg. It's so like you mm-hmm. put one Joy-Con on your leg and you put one Joy-Con in the ring, and Got that's it. how it figures out what's happening or whatever. It's basically yeah. So you the ring so you itself have,
0: is super durable and yeah, Oh, nice. Okay, it'll give you a nice workout.
2: Yeah, it's definitely you can like even nice. like just squeezing it without the game, you can tell the resistance and all that of it. So it works. It works well, and it's like a real thing, right? Doesn't like a isn't there like ring Pilates or whatever? Like yeah, some sort of yeah. It.
0: Resistance training.
2: It's based on a thing that already existed. Like they didn't create that ring. Like it's already been around in fitness, that type of That's thing. That's really cool. But yeah, I
3: look forward to buying it whenever I can. I it, was just casually looking it up while you guys were chatting. I'm like, yeah, not buying it right now.
2: Yeah, no, it's like I said, <laughs> it, it's much like the switch where people are selling it for like three hundred dollars and all that. But but if you happen to come across one anywhere, definitely yeah. buy it because it's um, yeah, it's cool. I found
0: mine through Wario sixty four on Twitter. And it was one of those things where it happened a few times before that, but he just posted, Hey, ring fits available. I think it was a best buy. And I clicked on it and it took me a while, but I finally got it to add to my cart. And I was just like, well, I got to buy it now. Like I hadn't really kind of thought it through completely, but it's like, well, I got to buy it because it's in my cart and I've been talking about how I want it. So it was a bit of a, like, I, mean, I don't really feel like I could afford it,
2: but I bought it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're glad Sounds that you like it worked now. out for you. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. And I, and yeah, yeah,
0: it did it's been a motivating force in my life.
2: Yeah. It's nice to, you know, it's, it's a good thing. I really enjoyed it. Like before I messed up my hand, I really liked it. I mean, I've been, it was like, it was like number nine or eight. Or, it was in my top 10, uh, f- best favorite games of last year. So it was definitely made it to that, to that list. So it was on there,
0: but that's pretty much it for me this week. I probably like, uh, like Brian, I probably won't be buying a, a big game until, until um, the Paper Mario one comes up.
1: Well, on that note, I fell off of doing We Fit last week. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully I get back to it in a couple of days, but I just got really busy all of a sudden with the work and stuff. So yeah, I got to find a better way to balance that, you know, same little same uh, yeah. struggle. Yes. Uh, I did not mean to tell that pun, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. It's not been a very eventful gaming week for me because I've been busy doing Work stuff. He
2: yeah, had like an eight-hour Zoom meeting it. or something, right? That's what yeah, saying. I had another one today. Wow. So I'm gonna I'm gonna like, zoom all day. Zoom. So I guess there's yep. some. I guess there's some production stuff happening then. If you're getting called on that.
1: Yeah, so. So we're, we're doing you know preparation work. So not production yet, but hopefully it will be production.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's always you know you can always. You, I feel like you can find if you. I don't know how long if you're doing like an hour-long workout. I think you can find a way to fit like a 20 minute workout in every day. You know, mm. it's like maybe you're going to like maybe you're going to like hang out and watch a show for 20 minutes or something. Like maybe switch that out for for a workout and just you'll be happy. You'll be happy that you do it. It's it's always just like getting yourself to do it of course and like making it a habit, you know. Much like recording podcasts, that type of thing. Mm. <laughs> you have to get yourself to 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 still do it. All right, so let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about the news. So, we'll be right back. <laughs>
0: Just go to patreon.com slash Podcast and. Hey, Mario,
2: let
1: go! Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, 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 whoa. He's throwing us back to the show! So long, Bowser! Ah! Ah, patreon.com slash Podcast! Game over! Let's talk about some news. Here is the news. I promise you, it's the news. Uh, first off, we'll we'll talk about some of the games that have been launched that have launched this week. Uh, I, I mentioned I mentioned some of them earlier, but we'll go over them again. Uh, Trails of Cold Steel is out. Deluxe edition is on sale. It's actually on sale till the seventh. That's when that is happening. This will be out before that. So if there anybody wants the full edition, you can get it all for that same price of sixty. That's a regular one. There's a free tennis game out. Called Tennis Nineteen Twenties, which is weird. And I just tried it because it's free to play, but it's uh it's actually a dual stick tennis game. Where you like move around to hit the thing and you also like move the right stick to aim where the ball goes. So it's worth fucking around with if anybody wants to play tennis for free. I don't know.
0: It's got <laughs> a bunch of micro tr- microtransactions, right?
2: Uh, I haven't run into any yet. I just played like one I just played through the tutorial mode. But yeah, there's if you check on the eShop, there is a bunch of stuff under there showing like stuff that you could buy
0: like 20s dollars or something. Yeah, I don't know.
2: It's uh it's a strange it, it's it was too weird for me to not try. It's like one of those things. It's like I have to I have to try this out because it's so fucking dumb looking. But uh yeah, it, it's free. I didn't pay any money for it, but it's uh, yeah. I think it's worth checking out if you're just looking for something weird on there. Um, the Ottoman Empire is coming out on Thursday, which is I've actually been in, been talking to the developers of that back and forth for quite some time, and they're actually going to be on our show next week, so we're gonna nice. we're gonna have an interview with them, which is pretty awesome. Uh, from what I from what I gather from the Ottoman Empire, it looks somewhat more like a Splatoon two type game, but with otters and jetpacks and stuff, and it looks like a lot of fun. It's coming out for twenty four ninety nine on Thursday. I'll actually be doing a stream on Twitch of it like that night so if anybody wants to check it out actually they probably won't hear this because it because <laughs> i'll post it after that but it'll be on there regardless for anybody who's watching this live i'll be doing this thursday night so i'm doing ottoman empire thursday night um mr driller came out finally that was the one the unreleased arcade right that didn't come out here did any of you guys play the demo for that like, well, it, it has i a did
0: uh, isn't it based off or wasn't it a GameCube game that just wasn't released here?
2: Mr. Driller? I thought it was an arcade, but I don't know. I didn't do much. I, yeah. the
0: JP. That's what Jeremy Parrish was saying. Okay, was then like it was probably excited right then. About it. Yeah. Um, no, I played the demo for a little while, and I think, like, Shauna was watching me while I was playing it, and she, you could tell she was starting to kind of, like, get it as we were playing it. So, I think I, I think I want to want to spend some more time with the demo, but I might consider getting it, because it's always fun to, like, play a different kind of puzzle game
2: were, were you able to beat that level like i felt like i just sucked at it like i, I kept i kept getting killed like it was uh like I, I was trying to get through but i just kept i just kept losing and i and there's different characters i know that have different uh abilities or like some are faster or like some can drill quicker or whatever but mm. i didn't get very no, far i don't
0: i don't know if i beat the level mm. i mean you eventually get to like a gray area that you dig and then you fall for a while and it's like a new level did you get to that part
2: yeah, no, I got to where you fall for a while, but I I'm like, is so there? I've gotten an end? through like two yeah. or three
0: of those, but I haven't, I haven't actually gotten to where it says you beat the level or whatever it says. Yeah. But
2: well, it didn't really. I'm saying it didn't really sell me on what the gameplay would be for the regular game, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's thirty bucks, also, which is. You know, it's hard for me to throw thirty bucks at something that I just don't really. I guess it know has a lot of different about.
0: modes in it. There's a lot more content than the demo
2: yeah. would lead you to believe. No, I figured that. I know there's. I know there's like a world map and there's different levels you can do. I'm just. I, I guess I wasn't really sold on the on the play control of it. Like the way it just. And and it, and it does have something to do with Dig Dug, right? It's it is it is like related it's to the sun. original arcade. Yeah, so it kind of reminds me of like a faster Mr.
0: Driller's this kid.
2: Yeah, it's like a faster Dig Dug, but I don't even really like Dig Dug either. So it's kind of like I like Dig I, Dug. I don't know. It's like I love what? Dig Dug. I'm interested now, Mr. Driller. Yeah, it just just mm. came out. Just came out this week. Check check it out. But yeah, I'll there's check a, it out. there's there's one level demo. You can play as different characters. I don't know. Yeah, it didn't it didn't sell me enough. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't play Dig Dug right or something. The
0: graphics are great. <laughs> I, I love the style of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they should put. Uh, was it? I, I I'm more interested in Drill Dozer. They should put that game on there. the okay. the other The other drill game. the The was that the DS? It was like a. Wasn't it, it? Was a where you just
0: hit the R button a lot?
2: No, I think I think it was a. I think it was a Pokemon. Like the Pokemon guys made it. Like it was a Game Freak game. From what I from what I played of it, it was really cool. That'd be. A cool. I've one. beaten it. Oh, uh, Drill Dozer.
0: Hmm. It's great.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that one's on there. There's another game called The Almost Gone. It's like a point and click adventure game. Um, you go like room by room. There's a demo available for that. I played a little bit of it as well. Uh it's really Just slick. Like it's really slick and clean and cool looking. And I don't know. I'm I'm willing to put more to put more into it to play a little bit more of the demo. It's uh it's very it's very cool. From what I saw of the trailer, it looks cool. There was something like a nothing that comes out of the closet at one point. It's like Ooh. this big black mass taking over the world. So Yeah, that, that one grabbed my eye. I wanted
1: to mm-hmm. check that out. I will mm-hmm. definitely try the demo.
2: Yeah, and uh, Urban Flow is out. That was one that was on a direct, I believe, on one of the Nindies direct. That's the one, isn't that the one like with where you change uh street lights, stuff like that? It's direct traffic. Yeah, there was actually there's a game called Conduct something or other that I bought for a cent. That's Conduct like the train. Yeah, I, I bought that because it yeah. was on sale for a cent. There's there's a lot of stuff that's maybe sometimes I just buy trash because it's like. This is the scent. Actually, people, I, I, there were good reviews on that one, so I bought it for a cent. I've yet to play it, but it it is on there. But um, yeah, you can play demos of either of uh, Almost Gone or Mr. Driller. Trails of Cold Steel also has like a three hour demo that carries on to the game. If anybody's interested in trying that one out, it's a uh, it's a uh, turn based RPG. It's a uh, made by the same guys who did Ease, so all the characters kind of look like that. Look like those characters. Which was which was one of my favorite games. Uh, we talked about the Animal Crossing Summer update that's coming out, so we don't need to talk about that anymore. Um, Shakedown Hawaii is it's coming out for Wii. I noticed Wii U, but not we, but not Wii. For Wii and Wii U. Yes.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah, Shakedown Hawaii was Physical like that. Um, yeah, it was. Yep. What was it? The Hotline Miami style game that was on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's getting is getting uh, physical releases
1: for...
0: Is it because it was promised to, like, backers or something?
1: Yeah, I figured how had to be know something why with it that was. Kickstarter think, thing. Yeah, limited run of 3,000 physical copies. So it seems to me it's just like, okay, we can make a little money off of the collectors who need to have every single Wii game. Like, that's a guarantee. Oh, those people are going to buy that. Did they want to
2: beat out the Let's Dance series and be like, oh, you can't be the last Wii game. We'll be the last <laughs> Wii game. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I don't think they're planning on stopping those less Dance games anytime soon,
0: they'll sell every copy of this if it's yep. that limited. Like people, oh, sure, it. yeah. so it's a European exclusive, right?
1: Sort of. Like. The Wii port is limited, yeah.
0: But the Wii U port is is multi region.
1: Yeah, it says, is it says PAL territories. Yeah,
2: weird. I don't know. Yeah, the Wii
0: i I've seen this game go on sale a few times. I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. I've kind of wanted to try it, but. I would be more likely to buy the Hotline Miami games again than get that right. game.
3: Isn't this part of Retro City Rampage, though, not Hotline Miami? Yeah. No, right, I- but it but it's
0: stylistically looks similar is why
3: I say that. Oh, okay. So, like, I played both. Like I far prefer uh, Hotline Miami to Retro City Rampage. Oh, yeah. Retro City no. Rampage was fun, but it wasn't like anything great, whereas Hotline Miami 1 and 2 were phenomenal.
2: Yeah. No, I didn't play 2, but I really liked Hotline Miami 1. Uh, I you played-
3: should definitely play 2.
2: I know there's a collection on Switch and I played Hotline Miami. I think it was free on PlayStation Plus, but I thought it was really cool. I really dug the soundtrack. Actually, have you played okay. – I, I, men- I mentioned it earlier. Uh, Katana Zero is a Devolver <laughs> digital game that's on Switch. That game actually reminded me a lot of uh, Hotline Miami. So if you like that – I will maybe check it out. Maybe I love try that Hotline Miami. Well, because uh, Katana Zero was like a similar thing where you like – you get you if you get hit at all, you get killed. But you're like this—you're okay. like this uh, samurai type person that's going going on a you know like a bounty hunter type missions, and you basically have to get from one room to another with killing everybody without getting hit. And it kind of does sort of a quick save thing in between rooms, but each room is kind of its own puzzle from getting one area to another, and it's very cool. And that soundtrack is incredibly good as well.
0: Oh, it's and then a- it'll show you at the end; it'll like show you a replay of your whole. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You'll run through the room, which is really cool because you'll die a lot
2: at first. Yeah. And And you
0: kind of have to learn the patterns.
2: And it it does a cool thing where, like, when you die, it kind of rewinds like a tape. So it's Mm -hmm. almost like you're kind of, like, playing it out in your head where it's like, well, maybe I could do this, but this isn't going to work. So, okay, I'll try this other thing, but that's not going to work. But whatever you actually do is what you really did in the game. Everything else was just ideas in your head that you had.
3: Is that kind of like super hot?
2: Uh, I mean, the guys don't only move when you move. It's, oh, okay. it's not stuff like that. They do move around without you moving. But it's, okay. but it's very, like, stealth-based. Like, you can't just, like, go crazy and just go through and hit the X button and hope to kill everybody. Like, it doesn't work like that at all. You have to get super strategic about it.
0: There's a lot of pixelated blood. I mean, you're cutting people up pretty bad, and it splashes blood on the back of the wall and stuff. It's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, and there's a whole, there's a whole heavy, like... Drug induced stuff like the guys, there's like drugs involved with it. The guy's using and and he's like, a, like I said, he's a hired killer, but he also like has a psychiatrist that he visits like after every mission and and there's like other stuff involved and it gets pretty trippy like with the drugs. Yeah, there's and all like that. a little kid in his yeah.
0: uh, in his apartment building whose, like parents aren't taking care of her or something. He kind of like watches after her a
2: little. Yeah, bit. The, I I found the story incredibly intriguing. It's 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 kind of on the on the shorter side, but but that's not necessarily a bad thing, but no, it's, it's no. good. I, I like it. it a lot.
0: Eventually, I would
2: say. Well, there, well, now, the... the subject of ninjas too, we're obligated to tell you to buy the messenger. Oh yeah. The yes. messenger as well. That yeah. was, that was like our number one game of what? 2018 is the 2018. one that we, that we voted between yeah. the three of us. It's a, it's like a Ninja Gaiden sort of style game, but, but much more polished and, and not as hard, not as unfairly hard as Ninja Gaiden, of course, but and it's lengthy same... too. Like it's, Took me twenty or twenty five hours. Yeah, it's oh, wow. about it's about twenty yeah. hours. It's a it's two a D game, but it's it's funny. Like it's it, it basically kind right, of like tries straight. to go against all the tropes of like those type of games. Like so, it's very much making fun of itself. It kind of it kind of starts out as one thing, but then it becomes a different thing later. Like the game, yep. there's a part where the game switches to a completely different game, and it's like it's cool. It's it's very cool. Like we all we all put it so high on our list that it ended up being like the game of the year of that like of our collective favorites. I'll yeah. to check it out. Yeah. The, Messenger? the Messenger? The Messenger yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's, it sounds like a generic title, but it's definitely the game is great. And they're actually uh there's a there's like a fun go me thing about their they're making a an RPG right now, a sixteen bit RPG, which I supported, you know, I threw support behind back in before the quarantine, you know. And uh so I get I get to get updates from that and stuff and that won't be out for another two years, unfortunately. But Play yeah, messenger in the meantime. But, but messenger, yeah, <laughs> messenger is great. Yeah, I forgot to do. I was going to do a thing where we recommend games to Brian. Which uh, I, I say one that I tell everyone who has a Switch is uh, get Dragon Quest Eleven. Like you like uh, you like Persona, you might like Dragon Quest. I mean, it's a turn based RPG as well. I sure. think it's I think it's the best RPG on the system. There's a there's an eight hour eight hour demo that you can get for free of Dragon Quest Eleven that carries into the game. And uh, I played the game for 130 hours. Total like until and then I hadn't even unlocked everything after that. Oh wow! But the game has like two endings. There's like a there's a first credits and there's a second credits. There's basically you beat it once and then there's a whole another like 50 hours after that if you want to continue on. There's like a little oh, bit geez. of like Avengers mm-hmm. End Game type stuff that happens after after the credits. Uh, minor spoilers, but yeah, no, it's 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 a really cool game. Like it's a I feel like Dragon Quest is like one of my favorite turn based RPG series, and I think that's. Probably the best one out of all of them. Awesome. Yeah, it's I'll definitely, it for that. and 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 on the switch, the switch got a whole bunch of new stuff that the PlayStation 3 didn't get or the PlayStation 4 didn't get. Uh, they have a fully or, full orchestrated soundtrack now that wasn't on the, wasn't on the PS4. Um, they have they have voices for the Japanese version, which they didn't have that. Like you could do, you know, you can do like a spoken American or spoken Japanese. There's actually spoken Japanese on the on the switch version, and the switch version you add can actually play in entirely in 16 bit if you want to. You don't have to play huh. it in 3D there's a you can switch it it's there's a weird way to switch it but yeah there's a 3d mode and there's a 16-bit mode the 16-bit mode, mode is actually from the 3ds game the dragon quest XI 3ds game that didn't come out here so they kind of combined both of them together there's also extra there's like some extra side mission stuff thrown into the game that's only on the switch version that's from the 3ds version so there's a lot of cool stuff to do there and and there's uh was it the tackles? There's these characters that you, uh, that you meet in the game. And, and in the 3DS one, there was a, there was a street pass thing where when you street pass people, you can get, uh, past codes as they're called or past words, and it can take you back into old Dragon Quest games to like you can go back to like Dragon Quest 1 and Dragon Quest 2 and like do all these little missions and stuff. That was included from the 3DS and it's in the Switch version as well. So, it's definitely the definitive edition of all of of all of the releases of it. And it sounds awesome. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Like if you like I mean if you like turn-based Japanese RPGs, Dragon Quest is the you know, they're the turn they're like they're like the the Fantastic 4 of RPGs. Like, you know, they they did all this shit before everybody else did. You know, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of how I say it, you know, or like the Beatles of of role sure. playing games, whatever they were. You know, they were like the first <laughs> console RPG. So anybody who is like, oh no, they're not doing anything new. It's like, oh, but they created that, so they can, <laughs> they can keep doing that. That's their thing, you know. So, so yeah, yeah, that, that sounds good. That's my big recommendation to you on that on that front. And, and of course, uh, if you have Nintendo Switch Online, uh, Tetris Ninety Nine is an awesome game too. Yeah. I'm sure you I do it. have it online. Yeah. I would say I'm sure you've played it, but it's great. Yeah. Um also a recent RPG, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition is really good. Also That one
3: intimidates the hell out of me. I I just look at the the <laughs> length and how much time people put in it, I'm like I just don't think I can
2: do it. Well, it's like you might be intimidated by Dragon Quest also cuz I think it's around the I mean they're both oh, they're over 100 hours, so <sighs> it's like But I mean the Dragon Quest one I I don't know, and I think Xenoblade as well. I think they both have really good stories where it just kind of keeps me I think I saw first credits it. in
0: Dragon Quest at around seventy hours, but then there's still quite a bit to do afterwards. So
2: okay, yeah, Depending you can. Be- how you feel about
0: doing all the extra content? <laughs> it's not that intimidating. It's kind of old school.
2: Yeah, well, it just it's just like the. I mean, you can end it. You can like end when it ends, or you can just get or there's more story. Like the mm-hmm. after the credits, there's like oh well, there's some other stuff you can do, and then you can go and see all this other stuff. And it's which cool I think one. it's a
0: pretty compelling. They give you a pretty compelling reason to
3: want to keep
2: playing. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, I like I like the story stuff for sure. That
3: alone has my interest because there's many in RPG where it's like you can keep playing now, and I'm like,
2: why? Yeah, <laughs> well, this, yeah. Well, this one the the story actually changes and there is and does continue. Yeah, yeah. Even though I did I did go all my characters up to level 100 in that game, I I uh, grinded till I could not grind no more. <laughs> Took my guys up to the top, and I still couldn't beat some of the super bosses after that. So. But speaking of RPGs, uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles looks like it's getting like a sort of, sort of a download play type thing, similar to what uh, Clubhouse Games got. So there's going to be a demo that you can download that can help you play with your Switch with somebody else. Play which is,
0: yeah. yeah,
2: free to play. Well, very much, very much like the um, – well, free to play if you have a friend who has it, right? Or no, you can play the first three dungeons also. Oh, so you can get online with the demo. That's cool. Uh, I don't know if you remember Crystal Chronicles, Brian, but Crystal Chronicles was a GameCube game that you had to play with your Game Boy Advance, and you had to have oh like, yeah three other Game Boy Advances to play. It was I owned it, and uh, I think I was only able to play with my roommate Jesse because he happened to have a Game Boy Advance and we played two player and Jeremy had one too. So we played like that, but it was definitely not the ideal way to do it. And it was made to be a multiplayer game. So I'm actually excited to play it on the switch because now it's going to have an online mode where you can actually like go and play, play as what it was meant to be. And you don't have to have, you know, three people, three other people who all have Game Boy advances to come to your house and, and play it or somehow have four Game Boy advances, you know? So that sounds really cool. Yeah. So it's, That's cool. Like the more and more they announce about it, it seems pretty cool. It's supposed to be out in August, I think. So it's kind of around the corner. Um, But uh, the big we we should talk about these for sure because you kind of knew about them, right? Somewhat. Uh, As much as I can legally say, yeah, I knew about two of them. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah, it looks like there's some more video game stuff coming to Netflix. Um, Was it Cyberpunk? Twenty seventy seven anime is coming to Netflix. That actually doesn't surprise me because isn't there supposed to be a Witcher anime coming as well? So, might mm-hmm. as well just throw that on there. Uh, World ends with you anime. That's pretty cool. Like that's a. Uh, yes. It's like such an obscure game, just because I don't feel that many people know about it. But
3: I fucking love that game, and yeah. I'm not a Nintendo guy, and I love that game. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I liked. I played the DS version. I didn't play the Switch version. Is apparently not great on. Uh, if you play it on the TV, like it's better to play. With the touchscreen, which is what it was originally designed for, so that mm-hmm. makes sense.
1: But yeah, no. It's uh, interesting that that's coming out. Well, I don't know. Matt, I don't know when it's coming out, but the, the remake came out what a year ago. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering what they're trying to time it with. Is it going to be a sequel? Yeah, coming I, I, up? Yeah. I've, I figured there's maybe going to
2: be another one. Maybe I would. I would love to see like an, I'd like there to be a new one that does good like co op on the screen, like because I was. I was really interested in getting it as to play it as a two player game with my wife but once I found out that it just does not work on the TV cuz you have to use motion controls I just didn't go for it you know cuz and I have it on DS you know if I want really want to play it I have the original one but I'm really I'm intrigued to see what the anime is like like it's uh, if it has the if the soundtrack is incre- as incredible as it was in the original game then hell yeah yeah no I still listen to a lot of those songs from that that first, soundtrack that first was game. good.
3: The the characters were great. It was just a solid game. Like yeah. I got really into that thing, and then and then I kept expecting a sequel to come out, and I thought I was gonna have to steal a friend's DS again to play it, and uh, it just never came out. Yeah. So it's like, all right. So I'm really excited. Like I still haven't bought it for the Switch because I've heard what Trey just said, but it's yeah. like I keep thinking about it because I loved it so much on the uh-huh. DS, and I just haven't gotten around to it yet. But it I'm excited be for that anime.
0: getting it on DS. You can get a DS for like twenty or thirty bucks.
2: Is it, I mean, is the game, a lot of those games are, well, maybe it's not that much still to get it on DS, but once the anime comes out, man, it might, it might get uh, blown up like everything else. I mean, who knows? Like, like, like Animal Crossing used to be dirt cheap for GameCube and now it's like over a hundred dollars, like to get the, to get a used copy of the original Animal Crossing. So, you know, and uh, Paper Mario looks like it's getting there too. Like uh, the, the GameCube Paper Mario game last I checked was like around 200, like for use, like even like disc only. Really? I mean, from what I saw on eBay, it was getting up there. Cause I, I got mine for like were...
0: forty about two years ago, disc only.
2: Well, I bought I bought a GameCube for my niece that ha- that came with Paper Mario for forty dollars. So I got a GameCube with a controller with all the cables and Paper Mario for forty dollars off eBay. So it was like that was a steal. Like I couldn't believe. Like I couldn't believe they threw in that game. Maybe they just don't understand the popularity around it. But yeah. Uh, also Cuphead, new Cuphead series. This is more for Jeremy and John. That game just looked way too difficult and frustrating for me, and I just kind of it is. I, I skipped it's it because I'm like, I don't want to. I'm like, I think this game is gonna hurt me, and I don't want to play it. <laughs> that's that's kind of how <laughs> I felt about it. So I skipped. I think that it's one. worth it.
3: Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, I hated I it on the, the PS4. Game. I love it on the Switch. Oh, you got that too? Yep. Yeah, that one uh, I, I heard thanks. was better on the Switch, so I, I waited after I hated it on the PS4. I waited till I got it a Switch, then I bought it. I think it was like the fourth game I bought or uh, X,
2: or Xbox One, right? I thought that. Oh, was is the that what I'm Microsoft. playing on? I thought okay, it was, yeah. Originally, then it's on
3: my Xbox. Whatever it's on,
2: <laughs> whatever major console I, I got them all. Yeah, I was gonna say I think I thought it was a I thought it was an exclusive. It I was. mean it was right, and then it was and then they decided Microsoft decided that they were gonna do that was like the joke for a
0: long time. Yeah. That, that was the only reason to have an Xbox One, and then.
3: It's that rare
0: replay. It's like why anybody would want an Xbox One. Yeah, I don't know if that's true anymore. But
2: it, it might as well be.
0: Well, I mean, there's there's the <laughs> and game. I have one.
2: <laughs> I mean, there's also Game Pass. Game Pass is a pretty huge thing now. You know, that's uh, you can
0: do that through Windows, can't you?
2: I but I don't you know
0: all the Xbox stuff. If you have a Windows PC,
2: I think if you have a PC that could, yeah, if you can pay, have a PC that has a graphics card like that. I don't know. I don't.
0: Wish Sometimes. I do. Yeah. Um, Right. Well, Netflix, like a a Cuphead show is maybe one of the least surprising things that I could hear existing because it looks like it was already a show. It was made to look like it was a show so that the structure is already there.
2: For sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I'm definitely going to watch the show. I was going to say, I mean, uh, on the subject of saying that, you know, that Cuphead was only on Xbox, now Cuphead is... Practically in, in Smash Brothers, I mean, you have to you have to get him as an outfit for your me. But yeah, Cuphead is in fucking Smash Brothers. You could play as the character. It's like seventy five cents, but you can get an outfit, and it's it looks it looks just like the Cuphead person. So even even right. it, it he's even
1: a, he's a gunner too, just like he is in the
2: in the game. Yeah, so, it, yeah. and it From it even what I've seen, it looks pretty, pretty good. It even works its way into the story mode. Like if you buy the Cuphead outfit, that Cuphead character that you play in the story mode. Will change into that to that one, which is pretty cool. They said that in the in the Sakurai Direct. Also, another thing that blew me away—I forgot to say this about Smash Brothers—was they're like characters in there in the in the adventure mode from games that weren't out yet. When it like I found characters in there from uh, Murder by Numbers from from the uh, from the the fucking Pit game, you know that were, they didn't oh, okay. come out until like a year later. So I was like, okay, oh, okay. weird. <laughs> like there were spirits that were in there of that robot dude from. Uh, for murder by the numbers, and I'm like, okay, shit, crazy stuff. Is this? Uh, I see you highlighted this one, John. Do you want to? Do you want to talk about this guy right here? Our yeah, I think breaking. this is
1: important. So this is probably the largest arcade chain in the country, right? Chuck E. Cheese files for bankruptcy. <laughs> so, Did- yeah, sad stuff. I don't know. I, but- I I disowned it once
2: it changed from Showbiz Pizza to to Chuck E. Cheese. So they lost my vote then. I was like, bring bring back showbiz. My uh Chucky's a hack.
0: Shauna took her nephew to Chuck E. Cheese, probably in like January or February. It was before, you know, obviously before shit went down. And I was asking her what it was like. And she was like, Oh, it was you know, it was a little different than I remembered, but it wasn't that bad. I'm like, Oh, were the robots there? No. Oh, yeah. was the was there a ball pit? No. It was Wait. literally just an arcade with like you can get pizza there.
1: Something oh yeah, to... no, yeah, yeah. Just... All, the,
2: all
0: this, all the cool stuff is gone.
1: There's one on. in my neighborhood, in fact, it's just two blocks away, and they have windows. so I walk by, I try to see, like, oh, they have some cool arcade games. Like, no, they have generic arcade games. Like, I, I think they must have some sort of. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they m- manufactured their own, or uh, it's just stuff you never heard of. It's not anything licensed really it's just generic stuff so it's yeah. kind of like boring and like oh the magic is gone yeah no robots no yeah. cool arcade I games i can't believe yeah. i can't yeah, believe said that there they, was a guy yeah.
0: in a chucky e. cheese suit that would come out occasionally but that was pretty much it
2: I, I can't believe that they took the robots out like that was the main selling point well like i said i when i grew, when I grew up in peoria we had a we had showbiz pizza So, uh, and there was, and Chuck E. Cheese was there. He was part of the band, but he was, like, in the background. And there was a Chuck E. Cheese place in Bloomington that had cheese under it that you could crawl around in, like, under the stage. That's
0: the one we went to.
2: But the the Showbiz Pizza that I went to in Peoria, like, they had real arcades. Like, I played the Simpsons arcade there for the first time. I played the Turtles arcade game. I played the Star Wars Vector game there for the first time. And I remember going back to... What became Ch- Chuck E. Cheese's when I was in high school, and I was very disappointed that all these arcades were gone. Like the Turtles was Turtles was gone, Star Wars was gone, like Simpsons were gone. And yeah, they had these generic arcade games that were there just for the purpose for you to win uh, tickets,
1: prizes to stuff, get like geez, you know stuff. to
2: get like bullshit prizes from their you know like their mustache combs or whatever they have. And uh, it's like uh, yeah, and that was it. And at least they still had the weird ass robots there. But I can't believe they took – like, getting rid of the robots is just basically like getting rid of the soul of Chuck E. Cheese. It's like, why would you ever go there? It's just like crappy pizza and, like, even crappier beer and, like, some generic arcade games. It's like, what what is what is there for people to do, really? Like, I always thought it was maybe, maybe the adults go there so they can get drunk, maybe, because they serve beer. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> it's like – it's a weird step for them, especially because that's, like, what – people are going to be nostalgia for, especially like people who grew up on it that have kids now. They want to see those scary ass robots. Like, that's why we it's a whole reason we went there, you know, like, so. So know. another
1: bit of news to add on book
0: I was going to say, I don't, I don't even think I liked the robots, but they still were an iconic part of, of the experience. You know, I, th- I think they kind of freaked me out, but.
2: Oh, yeah. They, I mean, they freaked everybody out. That was part of the, that was part of the charm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but at the same time, it was like, if I heard we were going to Chuck E. Cheese, I would lose my shit. Like I just start getting excited, yeah, because no. that meant that I got to get in the ball pit. Pretty much is what I really
2: liked. Yeah, the ball pit, and they had like that. Um, they had like sort of like a zip line thing, or at least ours did. Had like a zip line into the ball pit, so <laughs> you know, and like the monkey bars, whatever, like uh, stuff above that, and yeah, there's all, all different ways for you to fall into the ball pit. So another
1: bit of news tied to this was that uh, with this announcement, all these chucky cheeses. Shutting down, uh, you know they're, they're not, Let's be clear, they're not going out of business, but some of them are shutting down. Um, while fans are campaigning to retheme closed Chuck E. Cheese locations to Five Nights at Freddy's, I'll take it. I mean, that would they make
0: could, they could easily do that with at least one or two of them.
1: I mean, if they have the robots still, I don't,
2: since they took them out, I don't know why. Like, where are they? Did they so sell actually, them to fans? Or? I get,
1: so I guess uh, I, you remember the the pizza place that you and I went to and, and just went to the Four Horsemen.
2: Yeah, that uh, cool like uh yeah, where they're like playing the horror movies and they had the
1: Street Fighter arcade in the back in the front. Right. Yeah. So they said that when this Chuck E. Cheese just shut down, they were able to get the head of Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I don't know if that means that there there was a robot that I didn't see, or if there was like some other. That maybe it was a costume head or something. I don't know. That's what I'm but, thinking. Maybe. But the Four Horsemen Pizza, which is like a sort of a gothic horror movie themed pizza place, yeah, they like, now have the head, head of Chuck E. Cheese.
2: Yeah, I thought it was like a, it was like a punk rock. It was like a punk rock horror pizza yeah. place. It was like the perfect place for us to go to after we were like super jet lagged from coming back from Japan and all that. It was like a best a great way to like bring us back into America. It was it was actually cool. Like I I think most of LA is is kind of weird, but I like that but I like that place. So, <laughs> you know. It was a lot better than that cr- that weird ass Denny's that we went to the the first night we were there. The, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, it it was more of it had more personality. It felt like a Chicago restaurant that was in that was
1: there. And they had arcade yeah. games. Well, you
0: remember during the pandemic the I guess we're still in it but remember when, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, when they were trying to sell their pizza under a different name? Yes. Because yeah. I don't know what the motivation was for that. I still don't know because you still would have had to go to Chuck E Cheese to pick it up. But yeah, they were <laughs> so, selling it on Door or they're sold on Grubhub as Pasquale's Pizza.
1: They were trying to like get some kind of I I think there's a stigma around Chuck E Cheese pizza like no one really Adults don't go there for the pizza, right? They go there because it's a kid's birthday party. But if you're getting home delivery, like, the pizza is all there is. And who really wants Chuck E. Cheese versus whatever other home delivery options? So I'd rather the I sentient rat. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I remember I had a – my sister had toys, had, like, showbiz pizza toys, they were so creepy, but had like the ones they were like furry, but they had like the plastic under them, and oh yeah, they're weird. weird. I don't know. I, I still have I have two showbiz uh, coins still, oh, like okay. tokens. Yeah, cool. Oh yeah, I, think I still I have in my desk. I think I have a couple of those weird cool. weird toys at my mom's house, but I I could never forgave them when they made when the when the ape all of a sudden became like purple. Like that was just <laughs> wasn't right for me. I was like, it needs to be like the you know we had like the gold whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, moving on from Chuck E. Cheese, uh, I do want to mention this is something that we probably have already talked about. We knew what was going to happen. Uh, the Universal Studios, the Super Nintendo World in Japan is not coming out this year. I didn't think it would be, but uh, it's been officially postponed till next year. So, yeah, it's getting it's getting it's getting, de- it's getting delayed officially. I think we've anybody in the pandemic knows that it's not coming around. So,
1: uh. we got to talk about this one. Uh, yeah, it just, just to end up of on, course, a, on, a, yeah. on a positive note. Yes, Twitch yeah. suspends Donald Trump for hateful conduct. All right. Well, because yeah, Video game industry coming through.
0: I didn't know he had his Twitch
1: channel. I think it just happened like a couple
2: days ago, from what I, from what I saw. But yeah, uh, I mean, I'm sure Donald Trump didn't start it. I mean, he's an idiot. He like can't probably can't even tie his shoelace. But it's a but you know somebody in his company started a Twitch channel to cover the rallies, right? Right. And uh, I kind of I love I love Twitch for uh, for like automatically pretty much pretty much automatically suspending it. I think probably after they showed yeah. something and said that they don't want the hate in there.
1: So so go. what it was um, the representative from Twitch. I'm reading from the article on Katakus. Uh, they cited two specific instances of hate and conduct: an infamous line in which he called Mexican immigrants rapists from a 2016 campaign rally that was rebroadcast on the channel, and a comment from his recent Tulsa rally in which he accused a hypothetical very tough hombre of breaking into the window of a young woman whose husband is away. Huh. So um, yeah, that's why specifically
0: those are the specific instances. Wow. Cause there's, yeah. there's so many other things I could have thought it would have been.
1: I figured it was
2: that, that like his, some of his new catchphrases that he's been saying for his, for his mm-hmm. rally, which I don't even, I don't even want to re- repeat nope. here, but, but yeah, no, I'm just, yeah, good, good on, good on you Twitch for kicking that asshole off there. You but, don't need him. Yeah. Did you want to talk about the Sonic game here?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that a Sonic game would be a, a great candidate for VR, but this game looks pretty cool. This is a fan game, and someone has kind of cracked the code there as to how to develop Sonic VR.
2: What What do you do? Like, I feel like Sonic... Sonic and VR sounds like the recipe for puke everywhere Nasha. for me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it's essentially on-rails, an on-rails action game. And, like... He'll do the rev up thing, but you you won't actually spin around. There's just like a sort of a, a little line animation to suggest that you're spinning in a ball. You run around, collect the rings, and go around, loop the loops, and all that stuff. It looks like a simple game, but it looks like a Sonic game. This is the fan made hmm. thing, so good on him. It looks like it could have been released by Sega. Maybe they'll,
2: uh, yeah, maybe they'll take light of them. Like, uh, wasn't didn't did Sonic well. didn't Sonic Mania start out as uh, that as well? That's another one. Yeah, because, I'm a
0: fan game.
2: Yeah, I would say that's another. If you're a fan of Sonic at all, Brian, you should definitely check out Sonic Mania for Switch. That's uh, a great game. I mean, it was. I it, have it for the PS4. Okay, I was saying it was. Yeah. It was on other systems, so you probably saw yeah. it on there. But yeah, it's been been very cool for that type of thing. But yeah, I, I believe, saw the Sonic
3: movie. I went home and bought the Sonic Mania. Uh,
2: there you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had a they had that whole like big sale where all the Sonic games were on, were were knocked down like half off like during the movie. That was actually my favorite part of the movie was buying Sonic games and not watching the movie. So that was my, (laughs) that was how I felt. But I also saw it in 40 X, which is awful. Don't ever do that. (laughs) But uh, it's basically, I was just freezing the whole time from all the air being blown on me. But, but yeah, but that's been that's been our episode, uh, episode 226. Uh, thanks again for coming on the show, Brian. It's uh, nice yeah. to finally have you on Nintendo Main. Like I've wanted to have you yes. on forever, but uh, yeah. you we're not in the Nintendo space, so I didn't know what what you would talk about. But
3: no, I'm very happy that I got the Switch. Happy it worked out to come on the show. Like it was all like everything has gotten a little better since buying the Switch. So you know, nice, all good news
2: <laughs> for sure. And uh, let let everybody again uh, let everybody know again where they can find you on the internet. Oh.
3: Uh, so, uh, ATHpod.com is my network's website. You can go there. We have all of our articles that we write. I just had a, a review for Last of Us 2 come out a couple days ago, in case you're curious about my take on that. Um, spoilers. I liked it. Um, and then we have our new show coming up at the end of July, which I'd like to plug, called uh, Welcome to You Are Doom, where we're doing the same thing we did for Venture Brothers, but we're doing it for Frisky Dingo. Huh. Uh, so, if you're not a fan of Frisky Dingo, start watching Frisky Dingo, because it's amazing. and It, it is. Cool then you can listen to our show. Uh, So yeah, athpod.com. I would recommend our socials, but I don't really do a lot on socials and none of our shows do, but we do have a discord server. If you search
2: HTH uh, network, you'll find us there. And
3: we're usually one of the 10 of us are on at some point or another. If you want to chat. Cool.
2: Yeah, I think I'm on there, but I, me and discord, I don't understand discord. So I think I'm awful at discord, but John's great at it. (laughs) So
3: I just kind of leave it open.
2: (laughs) I I think I said, hello. And, and, and like, complimented the show or something. And that was about it because <laughs> discord. Yeah. Confusing yeah. to me. Well, if you, if you want to find more of our stuff, uh, you can find us at Nintendo main podcast.com. Uh, you can find us at youtube.com slash Nintendo main podcast. Uh, if you're watching this right now on Twitch, this is tv slash Nintendo main podcast. I've been, I've put, there's a schedule on there for stuff that we've been doing. Um, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'm, so I'm going to start streaming Tuesday nights, uh, Tuesday, late night, Thursday, late night, um i on wednesdays most of the time we'll be doing this around like 10 or 11 central time uh also um saturday nights i did i did my first uh live dj video game dj night on saturday and it was fun for me you know a, a couple people stopped through not anybody i knew but you know mostly people commented but if anybody wants to come hang out uh, i'm doing like a late night uh, thing where I have drinks and listen to video game music, and if anybody wants to come and hang out and chat, I think it's pretty cool. I enjoy doing it. I want to do it again, so I'll be doing it all these all the time, every Saturday night. As far as you know, for however long this quarantine happens, and as well, uh, I'm, I'm going to start doing a Sunday night like play with viewers nights. So, so well, I'll I'll be probably be playing uh, the Xenoblade Chronicles a um, div- definitive edition tetris 99 event for that weekend. So yeah, we have
0: that Tetris coming up. Yeah, so
2: so stop in and see <coughs> see that. And if you go to the if you go to the site, it, there's a I put a schedule up with everything on there. So you could check that out. Also, um, if you want to if you want to donate to the show, go to patreon.com/tenominepodcast. podcast. Uh, we have two new shows on there as of right now. Um there's a I just I just I finally put up the drunk uh, birthday conversation that I had from last month. I know it took me a minute to listen to it, but it's all on there in its entirety. I did not edit anything. So enjoy. <laughs> um, it, it's fun because there are some parts of it that I was gone for that I didn't hear. So now I get to hear the whole thing. And, oh, we uh, we're
0: talking shit about you.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> not me, not me in particular, more like the guy who had the Twitch channel that we talked about earlier, but uh-huh. uh, you guys talked about him for a while, but, uh, but, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fun. And, uh, you know, can, can, thanks to everybody who was on there. Um, I, yeah, I know like. I know like so uh, Jada doesn't listen to it, but I felt like she did she did well to um kind of like push our drunk conversation in a in a, in a good way so we weren't just constantly repeating ourselves the whole time so but i think I think everybody in there pulled their weight really well I think everybody had a good had a good line so if you want to hear our drunk conversation, you can listen to that on the on the patreon for a dollar a month also we have a new we have a new episode coming out for for june uh our june episode is we're doing where we talk about our our game gaming setups, like current ones that we have, current ones that we have, and future ones that we'd like to get, uh, Holy Grail games, stuff like that. So, definitely check that out. Oh, and also, I said that I was going to donate some of my, uh, I was going to donate the Patreon money to Black Lives Matter this month, and I did. I did do that. So, I donated. Um, actually, it it was a little bit less, so I gave more of my money in there. But let's just say it was from patreons of, of yesteryear that i that i brought into there but i, I donated 40 dollars to black lives matter chicago and i also donated 40 dollars to the okra project which is all about uh helping um black trans get uh, people get uh food and stuff like that during this quarantine so that's so i ended up doing that with the uh, and thanks so thanks all the people who gave us money for that for the patreon and we were able to do that and uh yeah uh we've we've been your hosts i'm trey johnson i'm Jeremy Mikowski. John Nitter and a special guest Brian Dressel, and uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk to the developers of uh, Outer Man Empire, so tune in for that. See you later.
3: See ya.